Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I am Chris. And I am Nathaniel. And it cut my name out for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it did. You just, you said, Chris. I dipped. <laughs> I could, you dipped so much that mics are like, nah, that's not a real word. You can't say that. <laughs> I don't know. Can't. We've been, I've been playing with like the, the settings on the mic, so it might sound a little funky this week. It already it kind of is. <laughs> Does it? It sounds not too terrible to me. I think I sound a little bit clearer than you. You, yeah. I sound clear, but it keeps like dipping up. Maybe my mic's a little bit too far away. Maybe. There we go. Try that. Yeah, that's better, I think. Okay. Okie dokie. Well, Chris, how are you doing? Oh, you already know. I, I know. I'm the annoyed. Be- <laughs> uh, really? Do tell, Chris. What makes you so annoyed today? Um, so... You're here, that for one. Mm-hmm. But that's a given. So. so I told you, I, I got my car tinted. Yes. Right. So I got. Let's see, eight windows on the car. I yeah. got seven windows tinted. Uh huh. You, know, you don't tint a windshield; it's legal in like every state. Um, it doesn't stop people, but sure. I did thirty-five percent on. Driver and passenger side, which is the legal limit. <clears throat> then mm-hmm. I did 20 on the rest of the window. Okay? Yeah. And it looks sharp because, you know, black car, black windows. The guy scratched three of my windows <gasps> while tinting it. Because oh, they no. put the tint on the outside, then they trace it with the razor. Yeah. And I didn't, like, so I was, like, fucking stressing out big time because... You know, the thing with the rocks hitting the car and chipping the paint, like, the first or the second week I had the fucking car. Yeah. I'm, like, pissed about that. And now the windows are scratched up. The back ones aren't super bad. One of the, it's the back window, the right quarter window, which is the little triangle one right behind the mm-hmm. passenger, and then the passenger window. And that one has a bad scratch. Does it? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to. Fuck it. I, you know, after about a day, I cooled down. I was fucking pissed. I got a hold of them, told them what happened. The guy came out the next day, looked at it, apologized. We're going to make this right. Okay. So then he gets a hold of me and he says, They contacted a bunch of glass places. Yeah. And they won't fix it. Really? Because it's cosmetic. Okay. Which is the whole point of like body shops. And yeah. So I start looking into it and he's right. A lot of places will only replace the window oh i found one place in south florida that actually will buff out scratches so then i you know uh next door why don't you put some uh nail polish on it that if you buy the kits it puts resin in it and the resin and the nail polish both last about six months oh okay gotcha so uh i went next door and he had some Euler's rouge mm-hmm. i forget what it's really called the chemical name but it's made for buffing scratches out of glass and jewelry but i was just kind of so i'm like i'm gonna go home i've been doing like a thorough cleaning in the house you can see those boxes and shit everywhere but uh for some reason the person we bought the house from in one of the cabinets is like four panes of glass yeah so i'm like i'm gonna take a pane of glass and put it on the counter i'm gonna grab a razor i'm gonna fucking scratch the shit out of it and then practice and then i'm gonna try each different method and see which works so i grab one of those fold out um, utility blades with a razor mm-hmm. and it won't scratch the glass. So I grab another razor, won't scratch the glass. I grab my fucking pocket knife, 
stab the glass, drag it as hard as I can, won't scratch the glass. Damn, there's some good-ass glass. This, it's just normal house glass. It's not tempered, nothing. So I'm like, how the fuck did he scratch my window with one of those little tiny utility knives with the, you know, the breakable blades? Yeah. As bad as it looks, it looks like on the side window, it almost looks like a glass cutter. So then I started looking into it more, and they, people said from around 2013 on, to get more miles per gallon, car companies are using thinner, glass. almost like softer glass. Okay, that and makes sense. Like, I even asked the guy when he was here tinting my window, I'm like, you know, you deal with a lot of windows, and I knocked on my back window, I'm like, that sounds like house glass. Yeah. And then he, like, when he came out and he looked at it, he told me, like, this is kind of an, another annoying part. He said when they deal with BMWs and stuff like that, the glass is softer almost. They got to be more careful. Right. It's like, you should always tint every car you're working on like it's a fucking Lamborghini. You know, always be careful. <laughs> right. Don't be like, oh, well, this is a Ford, so fuck it, you know? I mean, I would. <laughs> well, yeah. Ford. But, I mean, you're being paid for a service. So... <clears throat> They're going to make it right. Sure. They gave me my money back. Well, that's something. Yeah, but if I want to actually get my windows fixed and replaced, it's going to cost like a couple thousand dollars. Mm. So their way of making it right is to give me a refund and stick me with the damages. Damn, sorry I broke your fucking rear view. Yeah, your fucking like lights and shit. Yeah. Anyways, here's your money back. And I know... That it's the same as, like, say you, you fall in a grocery store. They usually come running over and offer to pay for your groceries. Once you accept that, they're not liable anymore. Yeah, you've accepted the Since I accepted conditions. the refund, I, I'm, they're not liable anymore. Yep. But the problem is, I'm not going to spend, like, you know, tons and tons and tons of money going to court over a couple scratches because it's going to cost me just as much as it's going to cost them in the long run. Unless you have them pay for everything. But even then, that's that's a lot of more work than is Yeah, it? and you got to hope worth. that the judge sides with you to have them pay for your lawyer fees as well. Yeah. So that's what the stickers I was showing you is. Uh... So I'm um, designing corner decals. Because he only scratched one side of their back window, and it's not super bad. You think after the first one, he'd be like, oh, shit. No, maybe. he didn't see him. Oh. Uh, did he? I don't think he would have kept going. The guy was super cool. He was like, his boss is the one that. Yeah. So just give him a refund. Gotcha. And the guy just kept apologizing. I'm like, look, shit happened. You didn't know. Yeah. But then I was like, I was saying, I was researching and like about from 2013 on, people said they started noticing that even their ice scrapers were scratching their windshields. Hmm. So. That's interesting. So if you get your windows tinted, look for one of those places that has like the machine that just. They type in your car and it cuts the shapes for them and Yeah. Or let the person know to be fucking careful with your windows. Yeah. Okay, what else did I have? I was gonna talk about this last week. But you had to go and get fucking sick. Yeah. You're welcome. The Marion County Siren. Oh yeah. <laughs> we have a cryptid. Marion County Siren. Okay. <laughs> So I, lo I love this story because remember when we first started the podcast 
it was like every Wednesday fucked up shit happened yes. to me. And it's been a while since something fucking weird has happened. It has been quite a while. My favorite is still the lady who stopped me at work in a truck and asked how she could walk to Puerto Rico. Yes, that's still one of the ones that's sticking <laughs> in my mind. It's like, how do I get to Puerto Rico? She's like, someone told me I just go across the road to that over there. I'm like, that's just a development, ma'am. You, if you really want to get to Puerto Rico, you got to go over to like I-75 and like get a ride all the way down to the coast and go try south. and get a boat and. Keep going you south. You can't just walk there. Just keep going south. So, uh, I was at work. Uh, when the fuck did this happen? Last week. It was last week. I forget what day. I told you what day it happened. It'd be in your text messages. <sighs> it would be. Because I, I told, like, everybody I know, like, right afterwards. Hold on. I'll, I'll yeah, bring it up. Yeah, see what day this was. Hold on. Go through the Game of Sub <laughs> stuff. This is oh my god! This is, is this it? It's, yeah, this is it. Okay, Tuesday. Okay, so Tuesday, I don't eat my lunch with the guys at work because our boss constantly comes in and she's a nightmare and she talks about work and I don't want to fucking deal with it. So I get in my car, I go to an alley, and you know our alleys aren't like city alleys. That and that's a place where you can smoke crack. Yes, without anybody I shoot up. Them. I do crack and. Be back to work in an hour. Yeah. So, uh, we might have talked about this before. The alleys where I work aren't like city alleys. It's it's just a road that no houses are on. They're yet. service roads. Well, no, this the one from the shop isn't a service road. Yeah, it, is. it leads to the power. Yeah, but it doesn't have a sign. Service trucks only, like the other ones. No, you're right. It's a sense like yeah. said it's a service road, but it's a service road oh, because like, all it leads to is the uh, those power transformers and some other shit. Yeah, but that's on the side of the main road, too. That's true. So, like, I leave the shop gate, I take a right, and I go, like, fuck. I don't know. Not not even, like, an eighth of a mile. This is really just across the road. Yeah, I don't go across. I don't go to the one across the road. <clears throat> oh, you don't? No, I go out, I take a right, and I go around the bend. Oh, okay. Yes, I know which one you're talking the about. The one we, use, we hide in. Yeah. For a few minutes, because we got to be back at, like, a specific, we can't go in early. Yeah, even if it's like five minutes before you're supposed to be there, if you yeah. show up that five minutes, she would be like, why are you here early? It's like, what am I supposed to fucking do? Yeah, and we're done with our work. So we would hide in the alley so, for like, five minutes. We leave at five. We get to go in at 425 to start cleaning up. We cannot be in there at 24, 23, mm-hmm. nothing. You can be in after. That's fine, but not so easily like, if we show up like two minutes before 25, we sit in this alley. So I go there for lunch every day. And uh, I go down the road. I turn around and I park in the grass facing back towards the shop so I can drive back after. Because mm-hmm. now we got to punch in halfway through lunch and go back on lunch. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and this jacked up black truck comes driving up the alley slow, passes my car. Pulls off into the grass, I don't know, 50 to 100 feet in front of me. Mm-hmm. Sits there for a minute. Then it pulls back out into the road. Now, you got to understand, like, our, uh, um, a lot of people just pull into these alleys to just bang. Yes. Yes, <laughs> they do. There's always, like, baby wipes and dirty condoms everywhere. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, I must have interrupted their session. Before. Yeah. They pulled in. They should have just kept driving. I'm thinking. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So then they go up to the bend. 
where I would turn right. It's almost like a 90-degree bend to, to go to, right to the shop. And the truck backs up into the woods a little bit, pulls out, drives past me slow again, pulls about 100 feet into the grass behind me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, am I going to get shot? <laughs> right? So then I notice in my mirror a woman, I'm going to guess woman, uh-huh. hops out of the truck wearing only pink panties, no shoes, no bra, no shirt, no pants, starts twerking, facing her ass towards my car, then turns grabbing her chest and shaking it at me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like just ignoring it. Right? I can see it in my mirrors. I'm like, fuck, fuck, what the fuck? I'm like, she's trying to lure me out and I'm probably going to get fucking jumped. <laughs> she hopped out of the, the, you know, the passenger side. And I realized she hopped out of the driver's seat. So she keeps doing that. And I'm just ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it. She climbs in the truck, starts driving away. Pulls up to the neck, the bend behind me, pulls her truck into the tree line, so you can't really see her truck anymore. Then walks out into the fucking alley in the middle of the road and starts doing it all again. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" What a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and she also had a bandana covering her face. Why? Like from the eyes down, had a You're bandana. right. You know what? Let me drive this clearly noticeable truck yeah. that everyone can remember. But you know what? I'll wear a bandana so they don't know it's me. And I, to be rude, I guess. Uh huh. Her body was not attractive in the slightest. Wow. So, so I go back to work and I talk about it. I tell one of the guys, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait! Black lifted truck." I'm like, "Yeah." Remember, like, three months ago when I was out in one of the alleys picking and the, the naked girl walked out of the woods? That's the same truck. <laughs> she walked out of the woods and she's like, hey, come here to him. Trying to get him to go into the woods with <laughs> So I always tease him now. I'm like, dude, keep your uh, your paramour out of my alley. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yikes. It's fu- it it so really is. I don't even know. It's just fucked up. It's a Florida siren. <laughs> yep. Florida like, Siren. God, that's so weird. Look at her. It looks like a crackhead. Oh my god! All my friends are like, "Why did you get a picture? Why did you because get a I didn't picture?" Because it was awkward already. I didn't want to have them to see me lifting up my phone. And but now my windows are almost black in the back, so now I can. Oh. It's kind of like one of those morbid curiosities because I really don't want to see it. But at the same time, I'm like you this, do. This sounds fucking just wild. because it's fucking weird. Yeah. So. The weirdness is back, at least, a little bit. Hey, that's something. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm trying to eat. I don't want to lose my lunch. Get back in your truck. (laughs) Please, for the love of God, leave me alone. That would have been fucking funny. What's that? Like, if she started doing that, Mm -hmm. and then, like, I jam my finger down my throat to make myself throw throw up, up. and just jump out of the car, hurling on the ground. Oh, my God, go away. It's getting worse the more I look at you. And the funny thing I was thinking about is after I told someone, I'm like, I never even knew this was a thing until someone told me. So I learned something new about myself like a year ago. That I'm demisexual. Yes. So that's not going to lure me out to you. Yeah. 
oh my god, I feel so connected to you. You're twerking behind me. Let me come join you. <laughs> oh no, oh, I noticed a new thing on your blackboard. What? Your mom oh. love my mom drugs. <laughs> I, I don't know who put the your mom art up there, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to add to I'm going to put my mom up here. There's a bunch of pills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your mom. That's neat. I, I need to stop looking up there. It's just so hard to look away sometimes. It's getting pretty full. It's just about Pretty full. soon I'm going to have to add like two doors that open with more chalkboard on them. Oh, no. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. That's, uh, is, that's fucking... That's, um... that's a love letter to my mother. I remember I was talking to one of my friends. I was talking about my mom and everything. Okay. And like, I think I forget what I said. I said like drugs are a hell of a drug. I don't even know all the shit. Drugs are a hell of a drug. <laughs> they indeed. You know, usually it's like he was like pharmaceuticals are a hell of a drug. I'm like drugs are a hell of a drug because you know, fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, like I can't even tell you what cocaine's a hell of a drug. That was one of them. Charlie Murphy. I know that one. Uh, let's see. Okay, and fuck the game. Now that we're through the weird shit, yeah, and the annoying shit, weird and annoying shit. Yes. Oh, I'm also gonna be doing. I got to get more vinyl because my car is all shiny black and the windows are all black. So I want to do matte black for the stickers. Gotcha. And I'm gonna do designs on the side, the bottom of the, because it's only the cut on the passenger side window is only like less than an inch above the, mm-hmm. where the window goes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put a little graphic there, too. Fucking hide them. I think I'm going to put the resin in the crack first and smooth it out. Because it's the sun that destroys it. And then it falls out after six months. Sorry, I was giving you that look. The resin in the crack. Yeah, when he said I'm going to put resin, resin in the crack. Resin scratch, actually, anyway. But uh, usually the resin's used to fix cracks in windows. Resin in the scratch is my new pop punk fucking... <laughs> Resin and Scratch. Isn't that my new pop punk fucking band? Cover band, That would work as a, a punk band. Yeah, Resin and the Scratch. Did I ever tell you my punk band name I came up with? Probably. Judas and the Carpenters? Yes, you have. Oh, it's you such have. a great band name. Anybody is free to use it, just let me know. I want to hear your music. <laughs> I kept trying to get my friends to go, come on, guys, you got to use this band name. And Judas and the Carpenters is like the fucking best band name. You cannot use Resin and the Scratch. That's mine. Then I came up with... The- the worst punk band name ever. Yeah. What is it? Should I say it on here? Can you say it on here? Now you're making me worried. I think I told you about it. Maybe. So, there's a movie called Bomb City. Yeah. And it's a true story. It would actually be kind of interesting to cover the story. Mm-hmm. So, this took place in Marillo, Texas, I believe. Marillo. And there was a, a group of punks, like full punks, you know, they yeah. had like the Mohawks, everything. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I know the story. Yeah, Brian Dennehy was one of them. And he was doing this huge art movement where they were putting up fake road signs that just had graphics. Yeah. And it's called Bomb City because I guess in that city they. Uh, they just make the bombs. The main business was making weaponry type stuff. Oh, like Lockheed Martin and stuff. Yeah. Or like. Gotcha. They. It was either they made them there or that was one of the travel routes. So they dubbed it Bomb City. But anyway, they got sick of being bullied by, like, the jocks. Like, in one scene, he's just skateboarding down the road to go to his friend's house and a beer bottle smashes on his head. Yeah. So uh, they go to fight them, 
they're you know they're super outnumbered, and one of the kids runs him over with his Cadillac. Yeah, and they said before he died, his like hip bone separated from his spine and everything because he was rolling under the car. Yeah, and one of the girls in the car, because he tried saying he didn't, he didn't mean it or something, and the uh, one of the girls that stood out against him, mm-hmm. the kid who killed the punk kid, said that he said, like, I'm a, ca- I'm a ninja in my Cadillac. <laughs> and he fucking ran him down. And he was trying to run away. And yeah. he kept chasing him. And he ran him down. He even went over, like, medians and shit to get to him. And then, like, when they went to court, the lawyer said, it's good what he did. Yeah, I know. Because I know Brian was just going to be a bad person anyway, and it's good he was taken out. And, you know, the kid got, like, a $10,000 fine and, like, a couple months of house arrest or something like that, and then they just got rid of all that too. So it's a huge bullshit story. But I messaged one of my friends, and I'm like, is it the most punk band name, even though it's horrible and you'll probably get the shit kicked out of you every show? But I came up with Denneke and the Cadillac Ninjas. You actually like, haven't told me this one. I'm like, I know the story, but you never told me about the punk band name. And he's like, that is the most punk name you could come up with, but you would get the shit kicked out of you every show. I'm like, exactly. Isn't Don't that, use this. Doesn't it make it even more punk, the fact that it's so punk? All the other punks are like, that's kind of fucked up. Did you ever hear that about that incident? Similar to what you're saying? Yeah. No, about uh, Jello Biafri? No. So... Jello Biafri was the singer for the dead, the dead Kennedys. Yeah. And, like, you know, America had a dead Kennedys, and the UK had a sex pistol. Yeah. So Jello Biafri went to, like, a club, and he's, like, you know, the the punk, basically. Yeah. Well, a couple other punks out there decided they wanted to make a name for themselves, so they beat the shit out of Jello Biafri. Hmm. Guess who was blacklisted from every show and got the shit kicked out of them every show? Damn, that's kind of crazy. For no reason, they jumped them. Yeah. Like, they just ran up and started beating on them. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. That's kind of what would happen to you if you use that as a band name. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty... I'm willing to bet. Okay. I think you could do it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a band. Let me know. Uh, that way I can avoid as much as possible. Master Dash Bader. Master was, Dash Bader? Yeah, that was one of our band names. Then there was one that we thought was the German word for sperm. Uh-huh. Uh, Samenzellen. Okay. So we had that as an, we had like a little industrial type thing we were doing. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, we need a fucking stupid name. Let's go with sperm. What <laughs> like German. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, so I have an update. <clears throat> so this came out last week. Uh, it's about the Delphi murders. Yes. Which we remember them. It was what? Uh, Abby and Libby? I think so. Um, the man they arrested. I remember I updated when they arrested that dude. Yep. So remember there was tons of court documents sealed? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently a podcaster and a lawyer actually helped get them unsealed. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, his podcast is, like, all about the case. And uh, he unsealed, the new lawyer, or the new judge unsealed all the documents except for ones that they can't really unseal. Because it's got, like, stuff that you can't know. 
things that are personal information to people who are still around. Well, not even that, but like, you know, like certain types of evidence that only the killer would be aware of at first. You know, like, like when police talk yeah. to people, they yeah. keep certain things aside. It's stuff similar to that. So what we found out now is that we knew he was seen by other people on the trail. Yeah, but he's been convicted, hasn't he? Uh, not yet. Ah, oh, never mind then. So, uh, we know he was seen by, there was witnesses. Yep. Not to the crime, but Witness we saw him on the trail. He had admitted that he was wearing that type of clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the guy in the video. Um, one of the witnesses said that he was acting weird. Sure. Like, when they saw him on the trail, they said hi. It was like two other girls, I think. When they saw him on the trail, they said hi to him. He just gave him a dirty look and mean mugged him and kept going. But mm. uh, then we found out later that, like, he was seen with bloody clothes. Right. By someone in their car driving by. Then uh, they found, uh, we learned that there was the, uh, that bullet, unspent, mm-hmm. uh, what the hell was it, 40? Okay. Between the girls' bodies? Yeah. Well, they finally came out and said that how the girls died. It was, uh, the autopsy showed it was with a sharp object. So probably a knife. Yeah. And I, we know he had a gun on him, so I'm assuming since other people were on the trail. Didn't want to shoot it. Yes. And then, his, uh, obviously his lawyers are saying, you know, he didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Apparently... The idiot, while talking to his wife, and I believe lawyers on the phone, at least seven times, he basically said he is responsible for what they're saying. Oh, on the phone? From jail. Oh. Those calls are recorded. Ugh. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that's good for the case, that is good for the case. So, so fuck, we can get the, the scumbag, like, you know, locked up or whatever. If they have death penalty in that state, I don't know. Not many states do. That's why I said he's an idiot. Yeah, he is an idiot. I, and I'm pretty sure, like, they have notifications about their phones that say the calls are recorded. They might not. I don't know. I'm. I know. Because I mean, if you're you... in jail, they might not have to, by law, tell you that you know they're videotaping you and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's also like. It's in jail, you would assume. Yeah. I would assume, at least, and be like, hey, there's probably going to be records of this phone call. Yeah. Maybe not say anything. And then wait, if it's a, if I am talking with my lawyer, I'm going to tell him that kind of stuff. Wait till I'm in a room with my lawyer. Mm-hmm. Where they have to. Give you privacy. Give you privacy, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, that, that stuff all kind of came out recently. Fucking like last week. Idiot. Good. Because I think when I read it, it was like a day after it came out or even a few a few hours after the articles were posted and then I th- we didn't record last week so now it's like a little bit older oh, oh shit there was something else I wanted to say too good I hope that guy has been put away for a long time it came into my head and now I think I forgot it was it related I don't remember <laughs> I, I did have something else I was gonna say oh I remember so you remember no you might remember this God. Never good way to so, start. So, you know how, like, they say stuff like America has an obsession with true crime. America, not American. Yeah. And uh, they said, you know, people who watch true crime is healthy. Sure. They always said it was healthy. You know, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's healthy. <sighs> uh-huh. Now they're saying the opposite. 
Are you really surprised? No, they love to do that shit. I just want to point out, like, yeah, maybe it's not too healthy to to really enjoy and consume that kind of information. But but you think about it, like, people might think that for themselves anyway. Mm-hmm. And then all these, like, you know, health reports and stuff come out and say, no, no, it's perfectly fine. It's, you know, it's all right to want to understand death and things like that. Everything in moderation, surely. And then the people who were worried about enjoying that stuff are like, oh, okay, and they're watching more and more of it, and now they're like, you're fucked! (laughs) (laughs) It's like they set you up and fucking knock you down constantly. How dare you enjoy that, you You, fucking... You going to hell, you sinner! (laughs) I just, I hate when they always change shit, like... Well, they understand better. It's not that they're changing it and just like flip flopping. It's just that they do new studies. No, because give it a few fuck. Give it another year and it'll flip back. Yeah. Well, that's why you don't ever listen to one study. <laughs> I mean, the whole point of science is to do produce multiple studies to see if you to, can get the same kind of like answers. I used to tell my father because after the separation, I pretty much lived off of soda and like microwave burritos. My favorite. Yeah. It was like breakfast and dinner. That's what it was. Soda and microwave burritos. And he's like, you got to stop eating like that. It's unhealthy. And I'm like, no, give it about a year or two, and they'll say this is the healthy diet, and I'm just ahead of this curve. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're constantly changing shit all the time. There was a joke about something like that. Um, I think it was red versus blue, where it was like, oh, you you only eat Oreos every day. He was like, yeah, it's healthy. It's my diet. <laughs> I'll show you, and then like a few episodes later, there was like a new uh, diet had come out where it's just eating Oreos. He's like, yeah. "I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, I've been doing that shit for years." That's how it is with like foods and shit. I mean, constantly. it was a joke, but it was still kind of funny. Because I remember when I worked in produce, there was a guy who was telling me how he loved avocados, but they were so unhealthy for you because of all the cholesterol. Mm, and yeah, they're like avocados are the best food for you because it's good cholesterol. Yes, yes, it is. It's a good kind of fat. I don't know. It's all guesswork. We get new evidence that supports or doesn't support certain things, and so we change our point of view. I only eat plastics and drink uncured resin. Mmm, just like China. That's my diet. Just like China. I love me some plastic rice. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, my lights came on. They did. It is now sunset. It is. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> that changes all the time. I mean, you shouldn't be surprised by it. Yeah, sunset, it changes. It's not... <laughs> I meant the food stuff, and or, or the consuming of true crime type stuff. Yeah, everything. It was kind of, I think they just constantly want to keep everybody on fucking edge all the time. I mean, there are conspiracies that the... I mean, they're constantly trying to keep you at edge and keep you That's, more afraid. I don't think so it's, it's easier conspiracy. to conspiracy. It's easier to manipulate you yeah, that way. I don't think it's a conspiracy at all. No, you think the government is just trying to manipulate I don't know if it's the government, but media does. Uh, yeah, media. Media wants does to keep everybody at each other's throats all the fucking... That's why I don't watch news. Yeah, but why does the media want it? For what end? Because it gets some fucking ratings. Yeah, well... <laughs> they just want the money. It's not, it's not necessarily wrong. It's all about money. They don't care who gets fucking hurt. Yeah. Hey, Chris. What is our story? What is our uh, thing for today? We're doing creepy noodles. Ah, oh, I love creepy noodles. My favorite. Creepy ramen. <laughs> That's just ramen. Spoopy ramen. <laughs> the forbidden 
pasta, the forbidden nipple. Whoa, what? I have no idea. <laughs> it just popped in my head. I mean, I love, by the way, when they make things spooky noodles? named like that. Spooky nipples? No, when, like, there's, like, you know what the um, forbidden uh, Pocky is, right? No, I don't know forbidden Pocky. It's incense. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. And What's like, the one my... Danger noodles, they're snakes. Snakes, yeah. And nope ropes. Nope ropes, yeah. Uh, what was the one my child always talks about? The uh, silica packet. I... Forbidden salt? I think was? so, something like that. I don't remember, there's tons of them. I love when they give names to things like that. Do you remember there was that company and they would make like... Um, their whole website was based around making software to make diagrams. Sure. And their advertisements were all like that. <laughs> They'd be like, let's talk about whatever they call snakes. They... Dinger noodles. No, no, aside from that. But they would say like the, the, the little meme name for the snake, and they'd be like, and then you have the variant, you have the danger noodle, or the nope rope. Snack. Do snacks, that's is... it. It was about snacks. Snack. Like, oh, look, you want to boop his snack's nose. But the whole advertisement was like that. This is completely unrelated, but you have reminded me of something. And I just wanted to show this to you because I thought it was quite funny. Uh, this... Uh, your phone's doing its thing. I don't. I don't get it. It's a photo. Yeah, but I don't why get it. is it a single baked potato wrapped like that? And it's like, oh, I've had those. That's so weird looking, though. It looks fake. Uh, well, what they are is because of the way it's wrapped. Mm -hmm. You throw it in the microwave, and it cooks itself like a baked potato. It, it reminds me of the photo you showed me of like round meal. <laughs> you don't remember that? <laughs> Where it's like a ball of like macaroni and like some other shit and it's like round meal. I don't put think... in a hot pot and feeds three men. Did I don't think I sent you that. Yeah. Did I, did I ever tell you the one I saw when I got out of the hospital one time? No. I was hungry and whenever we went to shows our tradition was like it's about three in the morning we'd go past the grocery store, we'd go in and get the pre made subs mm -hmm. like wrapped in the cooler. But uh we went to that same store. It's like uh, up in New York, there's a grocery store called Hannaford. I know it's, what Hannaford is, yeah, yes. It's like our Publix. Yeah. So, uh, did you know Hannaford had a, a, a bootleg version here in Florida called Sweet Bay? No. Yeah, it literally stole the logo and everything. <laughs> and now they're no longer around here. So, so <laughs> we went in there and I saw, I saw a food. Sorry. I saw a food item for sale. Mm hmm Dried grapes. Ah. Raisins. <laughs> I looked at them like, you mean fucking raisins? Dried grapes. Nope, dried grapes. My favorite. Like, all right, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> the dried grapes. Fucking love it. Uh, anyways, I'm sorry we kind of got distracted there. I just saw that baked potato in the store at the Dollar General. I'm like, this looks like a At the fake... Dollar General? Yeah. That's weird. That's what they're for, though. You just toss it in a microwave for a few minutes and it bakes itself. It looks fake as hell. Like... I saw them and I wanted to try them. They're not a, not as good as baked potatoes, but they're not bad. 
I imagine they're not as good as baked potatoes, <laughs> but like if you just read everything on it, it just kind of looks oh, potato? like or potato o or whatever it said. It it was um express baked sweet potato o. Oh, I fucking hate sweet potatoes. Most nutritious vegetable, double washed. Yeah. <laughs> Microwave and wrap for great taste. Just all of it looks like a fake product. When I had it, it was not sweet potato. I do not like sweet potatoes. Ah. That's up there with pickles and mustard. Really? I do not. I like pickles alone. I love pickles. Someone puts a pickle on my burger, I want to fucking punch. I love pickles and mustard. I do not like mustard. Either I like I it sometimes. Mustard. Like if I'm doing like chili dogs, then okay. That's but... a weird time to put on mustard. No, because I'm used to like the uh, Charlie dogs up north. Okay, and it's like little tiny hot dogs, and they got like mustard, ketchup. We're not gonna discuss sauce. these. We this is now like the fourth time we discussed it in the last two months. Did we? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't like pickles because they overpower the burger to me. Like even if you take a pickle off a burger. Do you then like pickled spears with like sandwiches, like on the side? No, really. I'll eat pickles alone. Wait, but like like on the side, they're yeah. not on the like when no, I'm eating a sandwich. Whoever's with me. Oh, when I'm like eating a sandwich, I love having like pickle no, spears. No, because if I bite the pickle, all I ever taste from then on is the fucking pickle. I want to taste my sandwich from then on. Really, not even for okay. life. Forever. I ate a pickle once and it took four years. <laughs> it's finally gone through, but now I can taste other foods. Now I now I've forsaken pickles. No, like uh if you go to a fast food place and you say no pickles and they take the pickles off, you can still fucking taste them. Yeah. And same with mustard. Mustard is strong, the flavor, so it overpowers the burgers to me. I love both pickles and mustard. Oh, I mean, I, if I get fast food and there's I mustard on like it, I'm fine potatoes. with it, but I don't put it on personally. Yeah. I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't like sweet potatoes either. I do like sweet potato pie. Never had it. Really? I also... Pretty good. I don't know. I can't think. Anyways, we're doing creepy pastas. <laughs> yeah. We've been ranting for 40 minutes. Mine's uh, small, so I can quickly go through it. It is. Um. Yes. And my story isn't that... Quite large either. Uh, so, creepy pastas, for those of you who don't know, are usually internet scary stories. Scary online. stories, and some of them are like very. What's the word I'm looking for? Over the top. I was trying, and I know I showed you this, and I know I found it before. But the scariest book ever written that was a whole viral thing and it yes. wasn't real yes and it took me like a week to fucking find it i tried finding it again for this episode and i could not find it again is it called the noise within the children is it the noise i think it is the noise Fuck. within the I children was looking for, like the voices within the children i think it was the noise within Shit. the children is what you... i can never remember the name it's considered like the scariest book ever written but like nobody knows if it ever even existed and like there's like one newspaper article about it but you can't actually see the newspaper someone just transcribed it so it's just a little viral thing it might be noise. That might be why I can't find it. I was looking for voices. I'm going to try and find it. Um, is that it? There's like one it. website about it, too. I don't think that's just it. Uh, I, pr- I put in the noise within the children, and it brought up buried children. Oh, okay. 
a trailer. I don't know what it is. Why? It's so much it's easier when you have to dig a small grave. It's a play, it looks like. Oh, sorry. It's a, yeah. Um. Anyways, Creepypastas came around like in the early, no, 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 late 2000. Early 25th century. Yeah. Early 2010s. <laughs> 25th century. Yeah. It's still three more centuries, four more centuries away. Yes. Nice. I travel through time. That makes sense. But I decided to choose one that's really near and dear to me. Herobrine. Oh. I, when I first first came up with the idea of just doing creepypastas again. Yeah. I'm like, I went to my kid and I'm like, hey, can you give me all of like the creepypastas that are like about video games? Ben Drown. I was going to do Ben Drown. I was going to do Ben Drown initially. But it's so long. Is it? It's very long. I mean, the one I got fucking... Yeah. I don't know how long Ben Drown is. Ben Drown's very long. But that was my initial idea. Let's do the video game ones. And then I'm yeah. like, you know what? Let's just do... Because I don't remember all of them. I like Ben Drown. Um, ben Drown was actually like That's the, the one first based creepy off pasta of Legend of Zelda. Zelda? Majora's Mask. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Well, you're going to do Herobrine anyway, so you'll, we'll know what that is in a moment. Yeah. Don't talk too much about Ben Drown because I still want to do it. Okay. Not that it's not. I mean, Ben Drown. I know we did very popular. Before. I don't remember. We did, did two episodes. Of I did Tiki Toby. I wanted to do the Russian sleep experiment, but I think you talked about it. I don't, I don't remember if we did it I or think only you talked about. Did it. it? I might have. I'll have to look back. Did we do the one with like the weird Russian radio signals? No, but that's a real event, actually. That's a real thing. That's a real it's event. U, Never mind. UVB 42? 72? Yes. That's, have we done that? No, but I used to... There's an Android app you can get in your phone that tunes into it. Mm. We and should I do know that. They, they triangulated it, and when they got there, everything was moved. Yeah. We should do that one. Uh, I mean, it's not... I mean, we could, but, like, another podcast that's... Follows us on Instagram. We followed them. Just did it not too long ago. Oh, did they? Yeah, because I commented on it. Gotcha. So I was telling him, I'm like, hmm. he mentioned like a ghost station. I'm like, are you doing UVB 42 or whatever the name is? And he's like, yes. I'm like, ah. I'm like, there's actually an app you can get that you can actually tune into it. That's all then, the app does. Then we'll give that a little time. Um, it's not really. I mean, it's cr- like weird. It's weird. It's the, not the weirdest long. thing to me was when they said that the buzzer that's going on con- continuously for like fucking fifty years now mm-hmm. is manually made. Yeah. What the fuck? And there's been like a few times where the counting has like, yeah, like stop mid count. Well, I know like every now that you can find it all online. There's only been like. A couple recorded events where the buzzing stopped, and then they would give like names and coordinates, and then it would go back to buzzing. And one time, a woman was heard screaming in the background. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about it, but like, and then more think, in depth. I think when they went looking for it, they got there, and like the, the bunker was empty, and you could tell someone had recently been there. Mm-hmm. And now, I believe the signal seems like it's coming from three different places, so they can't pinpoint it anymore. With Russia being in the predicament it's in right now you think it's going to continue i don't know i mean it was going before putin wasn't it 
I don't know. I mean, if it was, that means it's... Unrelated. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But also, they're called number stations, and there's been tons of them, but that's like the most popular. Number stations has been a thing since World War II. Yeah. Usually um, it was something like it would... Um, maybe even before it, World War II. I believe the initial reason they started doing them was to keep a specific station live for emergency stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Because if think they, they kept had... making a buzzing noise or something on it, mm-hmm. no like pirate radio station or anything could use that signal. Mm-hmm. It was to keep it open and live for specific communication. That makes sense. Anyways, I'm going to talk about heroin. 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 I'm going to talk about heroin. It's a hell of a drug. I am going to shoot up and just tell you everything I feel. <laughs> heroin ASMR. Ah! You can hear the needles. Of no, please stop. The skin. <laughs> then like the syringe going. <laughs> the lighter, you know, cooking it. Police. Yeah. <laughs> DEA. Um, so, yes, since Chris has said it already, Herobrine is a, related to a video game, specifically related to Minecraft. That's the one. I've put so many hours into that game. It's unreal. Did you find him? I've never found him. I did. You failed. You, have you ever... You were never really around for Minecraft whenever, like, Herobrine was a legit thing. When I say legit, I mean, like, when people believed Herobrine was actually in Minecraft. No, no, I mean, I was. Like, I played the shit out of Minecraft. Did you play in the alpha and beta? I had, I I told you about that. Did you play in the alpha and beta? Uh, Before. You can't play before. Like, I found the guy as, like, uh... Mojang's website. Yeah. When he had a little downloadable file and it was like a 20 by 20 cube you could dig in. Yeah. And it had like a thing that said, like, buy me a coffee. It was just alpha. And I donated. Yeah. And I got lifetime access to the game for donating. Hmm. But, it, you know, there was literally nothing. You had a pick. I don't even know if you had a pick at the time. I think no. you, just, you punched the dirt. And it was like a little tiny, like, 20 by 20 cube or something. Do you ever play when they first released, um, like, NPCs? Yeah, because I was, like, following it. I found it in New York when I lived up there. Oh, okay. A long time ago. <laughs> do, you, do you remember what the NPCs fucking did? No. Oh, my fucking God. They all look stupid. They all, the, ran, the run animation for NPCs looked so fucking goofy. They swung their arms really wide and had their heads, like, tilt up. <laughs> And, oh, I, yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's like, that's pre-alpha. Um, that's what I was saying. I, I played like yeah. the early shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is this is going to be interesting. I didn't think it was going to be as big as it got. Yeah. Did you, but like, were you in the community during the alpha and beta? Like, I didn't. When people, when it got big. Cause, no, like, I, I didn't get into I, I the played, pre-alpha. I just, I wasn't in like any like forums or shit about gotcha. it. I just played. I was into Minecraft. During the like, I never played on servers. Nothing. Gotcha. Uh, During the late alpha, early beta is when I got into Minecraft. Um, Tons of fun. I actually kind of miss it. Fuck, you were young. 
Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, yeah. I've been in Florida for over 10 years, and I donated to him when I was still in New York. Mm-hmm. My child loves that game, still plays it, says I'm a monster. Why? Because when I start digging, I dig straight down. You're an animal. You're <laughs> That's pretty much what you're I was fucking told with all. Holy shit. Like, yeah, I, sometimes I just drop into lava. Uh, yeah. He's like, you, you dig straight down? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time doing that. Two, you know, two squares, two squares, two squares, two Fuck that. But how do you get out? You just nerd pull up? Nerd pull? Yeah, it's where you put a one-by-one one block under you and you just go straight up. Usually oh, made of dirt. I was wondering if you, I, asked, I asked him if he could still do that where you just look down and jump and put blocks. Yeah. I did that until I got up to the clouds and I just fucking jumped off. Yep. Because I always, every game I play, I find the highest point in the game and just dive off of it for some reason. Well, now the now the highest point's higher. They've increased the skybox range. Either way, that's not here nor there. Anyways. I don't remember. I think I would just find a wall and actually make stairs to get back out. Fair enough. But I would always just dig straight down. I played so much <laughs> Minecraft. Especially in the beta. It shows. Thanks. I still play Minecraft to this you day. You played it so much, your head is square. <laughs> you got blocky arms. You painted the side of your head blue and told me it was diamond. Yeah. I don't know. It's lapis. Lapis. It's lapis lazulu. Lazulu. I was going to try and say a weird one, but you beat me to it. <laughs> My favorite part about like Minecraft is nobody can ever say lapis lazuli. Why? I don't know. There's something about pronounce it right. Yeah, lapis lazuli. Yeah, every single time people have ever like, well, at least specifically people who would uh, make content out of Minecraft could never say lapis lazuli. Is that a birthstone for anybody? I don't think lapis lazuli is a birthstone. Uh, Wondering. I don't think so. Because everybody has like two birthstones. Yeah, you have like the good one and the cheap ass one. (laughs) <laughs> yep I think actually both of mine are cheap I think the expensive one is garnet is mine yeah that's not and garnet's worth not expensive. shit I actually found a rock covered in garnet and I'm like oh, I got gems and my father's like no it's garnet I like garnet I my birthstone's cursed <laughs> it is it's cursed okay and you have to hand sanitize it all the time opal yeah I was going to say, I was like, the only one I know you have to actually hand sanitize and like it's so lotion fragile. up yeah. is opal. Yeah, it's cursed, too. Is it? You're not supposed to buy it for yourself. It's bad luck. You know my earrings were opal, right? It explains a lot. Yeah. Well, they got ripped out of my ear while working. Told you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, for being a bitch. It's what I get for being a bitch? Mine got ripped out working. Mine got ripped out in a fight. How real men get their earrings ripped out. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll try and do better. One I, of them got ripped out. Sorry. Both of mine got ripped out. I had work. blood pouring down my neck. I did not. Well, mine was, it's gauged. That's the one that got ripped out. Oh, fuck. That. Thankfully, it didn't rip through the bottom. I It just, it literally scabbed shut. And it was like this big at that time. Ouch. It might have been bigger at the time. I don't remember. I let it shrink a little bit. Anyways. We can talk about hair bread. Eventually. We're talking about Herobrine. We're actually yes. going to talk about what started Herobrine off. Okay. This is. This... I don't know shit about it. I just know it was Minecraft. Okay. I mean, we'll, and it was like I'll tell you about how it a... got started, and, and then I'll tell you some of like my experiences within the community about Herobrine. 
as a twelve. I don't know if I should say it or not. What? All I all I know about it was it was like an anti you. Kind of. Because it was like the main character. With that's like that's what eyes. people kind of ex- say now, but that's not how it started. Okay. And this is how it started. I Someone move. made it up. Well, that's it. Yes. That's the story. <laughs> yes. I had to move my gum to the side so I can talk without chewing on it. I have to turn my head to the side to breathe. <laughs> we made that joke <laughs> so many times, though. <laughs> we do actually turn our heads to the side to, like, do certain things, just so we get out of the microphone. You know, stuff we can't talk about on this PG episode. Uh, yes, Herobrine. Anyways, I had recently spawned a new world in single-player Minecraft. Everything was normal at first, as I began chopping down trees and crafting a workbench. I noticed something moving along the dense fog, in parentheses. I have... de- wait, 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 a dense fog? Fog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, hold on. I hate dense fog. Dense fog? Yeah, you go out jogging, you just fucking face first into it, fall over. Yeah, it's not, it's pretty Sucks. rough. I drove a car into it once, I almost died. <laughs> you ever hit a wall of dense fog at 80? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I noticed something moving alongst, alongst... You ever seen a dense frog? Amongst the dense fog. You can't swim. I have. <laughs> Sorry, just that was bad. Sinks. I'm a dad. I can make these jokes. I have a very slow computer, so I have to play with tiny render distance. I thought it was a cow. Two block render distance. <laughs> Fucking. What's that in front of me? Oh, it's a tree. Oh, it's another patch of grass. Damn. Anyways, look at that chicken. Uh, I thought it was a cow, so I pursued it, hoping to grab some hides for armor. It wasn't a cow, though. Looking back at me was another character with a default skin, but his eyes were empty. I saw no name uh, pop up, and I double-checked to make sure I wasn't in a (laughs) multiplayer mode. He didn't stay long. He looked at me and quickly ran into the fog. I pursued out of curiosity. Then he just collapsed when he hit the dense fog. (laughs) I hit the mute button mid-talk. I I heard. But he was gone. You're such a bitch. Anytime I say dense fog. (laughs) (laughs) He ran right into it and just fucking died. I continued on with with the game, not sure what to think. As I expanded the world, I saw things that seemed out of... I did not expand. Yeah, as I expanded the world, I saw things that seemed out of place for the random map generation to make such as a 2 by 2 tunnel on the rocks, small perfect pyramids made of sand in the ocean, a grove of trees with all of their leaves cut off. I would constantly think I was I would see other players in the deep fog, but I could never get a better look at him. I tried increasing my render distance too far whenever I thought I saw him, but to no avail. But my mm. computer froze. It's strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's strange how he changed it from dense fog to deep fog. Ah, oh, because he uh, realized you can't walk through dense fog. Yeah. But you can walk through deep fog all the time. And dense fog. That too. If you would say the word correctly. I did not. <laughs> you know, my nope. f- one of my favorite video games, the whole aesthetic of the game came about because of the rendering stuff. Yes. They wanted Silent Hill, the the graphic, to load as you got to them. But because of the capabilities of the PlayStation, they didn't want the pop-up effect going on. So they put fog 
and now it's like a staple for Silent Hill. Yeah, <clears throat> it's always it's a, always fun, and I know I've talked about this before. It's always fun to see how like old school game developers would um, come up with ways to get by the limitations. Yes, yeah, they would make ways to use those limitations. It, it added to the game, and now it's that Silent Hill. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. Every Silent Hill. I saved the map and went on to the forums to see if anyone else has found the pseudo-player. There was none. I created my own topic, telling of the man and asking if anyone had similar experiences. The post was deleted within five minutes. I tried again, but the topic was also deleted even faster. I received a PM from the user Herobrine containing one word, stop. When I went to look at Herobrine's profile, the page... deforesting your planet. (laughs) It's mine. When I, I went to look at Herobrine's profile, the page for a Ford. Go ahead. I didn't know it transcended the game. I thought it was just a weird, weird thing in the game. Herobrine? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Well, now it's on forums. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it transcended the game, the whole story. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of cool. Um, this started off as a forum post. This is on... Um, well, yeah, but it was someone posting about the character he saw in his world. Yep. But now, like, the character's in the forums, in the story. Yep. Uh, I received an email from another user, another form user. He claimed that the mods couldn't read the form. Uh, or, sorry. He claimed that the mods could read the form user's messages, so we were safer using email. The emailer claimed that he had seen the mysterious player too and had a small directory of other players who had all seen him as well. Their words, worlds were littered with obviously man-made features as well, and describing their mysterious player to have no pupils. About a month has passed until I heard from my informant again. Some of the people who had encountered the mysterious man had looked into the name Herobrine and found that the name to be a frequently used by a Swedish gamer. After some further information gathered, it was... What? It was dead. It was... (laughs) After further information gathered... It was revealed to be the brother of Notch, the game developer. I personally emailed Notch and asked him if he had a brother. It took him a while, but he emailed me back a very short message. I did, but he's no longer with us. Ah, Notch. I called it. Yeah. I just, I know the Ben Drown story a bit, so. Yeah, this is very similar to that. I haven't seen the mysterious man since our first encounter, and I haven't noticed any changes to the world other than my own. I was able to press print screen while I first saw him, and here's the only evidence I have of the, of his existence. This is the only photo, by the way, and this is the photo that kicked off the, the whole like thing. Thingy. Uh, let me see if I can get a wider photo here. Yeah. Wah, wah. That is the original Herobrine photo. Oh, okay, I see him now. Yeah, right it's over like there. fucking finding Waldo. Yeah, it really is. Like, <laughs> where's Waldo? He's in the fog. Yeah. You can barely see him. And he looks like whatever the main character's name is. Steve. That's it. Yeah, he has I was going to say Steve, but then Alex popped in my head. <clears throat> no, it's the other one. That's the girl? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Steve, skin, uh, but... White eyes. White eyes. Yep. No pooples. No pooples. Uh, that is that is a form post, and I know it sounds weird that he mess like he like. My dad works for Nintendo. I message him directly, like the whole he messaged Notch directly, 
kind of just informant. Yeah. <clears throat> it just seems a weird way of saying it. It is a weird way. However, th- that's not very unusual. People did used to message Notch and he would respond. Oh, I know, but is, I mean, like, before he messaged Notch, he was like, and I talked to my informant. He called him his informant, yeah. <laughs> you mean somebody on the forum? About a month passed until I heard from my informant again. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, this guy had some kind of directory of other people who experienced this same thing. Um... So that that's how it started, and basically, a lot of people say Herobrine is just Notch's brother, Soul, who was into the video game. I wonder if he has, like, a brother in real life. No. Okay. He doesn't. I was curious. Years and years and years and years later, we have found out, no, he does not. Anymore. You were correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's dead. He's in the game. Uh, he did coded you... him. He hard-coded his soul. <laughs> I, my favorite thing about this is, like, this got so big and so prolific. Someone should have made, like, the the, the, the render there mm-hmm. on, like, the pre-alpha game. I saw this character appear in a world with no fog. Yeah. <laughs> Ten squares from me. <laughs> he was breaking my dirt. I don't know what he's doing. He's just breaking my dirt. What a dickhead. He was breaking all the grass off the top of my dirt. Herobrine was huge in the community. Like, everyone was looking for him. Everybody was looking for him. You met, you always met, See, like, one or two people who said they've seen Herobrine. I mentioned this before, how I love stories like this. Like, Slenderman. Mm-hmm. We know where it came from. Mm-hmm. We know it was a photography contest. Mm-hmm. But it transcends that after a while. Yeah. And I love things like this because you know i grew up watching night Elm street and all that stuff and we were always told like you know urban legends and scary stories yeah so it's interesting seeing urban legends forming forming yeah. yes I, I think that's really cool so you know you think like 50 years down the road and shit these will be like scary stories at campfires and shit like that especially even, slender makes of the woods you know. even though Herobrine has never been inside any version of Minecraft ever. Herobrine is... It, it, if I was synonymous with Minecraft... Writing the game, I would literally pop him in randomly. So, one world. So, funny you should say that. Or one server every now and then. So, not specifically that has happened, but, like, after this got big, whenever updates I, come out from Minecraft... Where it said, like, loading Herobrine? Yes, it does say that. <laughs> um... Sometimes uh, in newer Minecrafts, you know how it says Minecraft, and then it'll have like a... T- well, all actually Minecraft used to do this, even the older one, where it'll have like a saying at the top of yeah. Minecraft, or it'll be like, it's always, Cat like 181. It's always random. Yeah. Um, there's one that would pop up that would say Herobrine exists. <laughs> uh, on top of that, whenever they did any updates for Minecraft, um, at the end of the change logs. Uh, they always show like what they removed, and at the end of that, it always says "removed Herobrine." <laughs> Did from every single one. This is way fucking off topic. I don't know. Something you said made it pop in my head. Okay. Did you watch The Witcher show yet? Yes. Did you see the new season yet? Yes. Did you hear what <clears throat> Netflix did? Uh you have to be more specific. Okay, so you know there's gonna be a new actor. Yes, it's gonna be uh, Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Yes. Did you hear that Netflix kind of slapped them in the face? No. Like in other countries, they were putting up billboards for the new season of Witcher. Mm-mm. And it would say right on the billboard, 
yes, he's still the Witcher. And people are like, what are they going to say in the next one? No, he's not the Witcher. This other guy is. Yeah. Yes, he's still the Witcher. Yeah. Well, because they're losing it's rating. A, it's not a slap in the face necessarily. It's basically like they they have to because no one else will. Because well, they're not going to watch it. Regardless. This season is like bombing. It hasn't come out yet. It's it already the, no season three. Yeah, yeah, it's out. Mm-hmm. I already watched the first five episodes. I'm waiting for the last couple episodes. I didn't know it came out. Yeah, like oh. last week over the weekend. Oh no, I didn't know. Yeah, no, then then no, I haven't watched but the newest episode. We know Henry Cavill's leaving. This is the last season. He was upset that they won't stick to the story. Won't stick to the source material. Yeah, and like people were talking about how like you can break away from the source material because CD Projekt Red did, but they still stuck to the rules of the Witcher, Witcher world. Right, right, right. They they no. So, so this is the thing is well, they, they broke away from it. the Sorry. story. But they stuck with a source material. Yes. Well, some of it. Right. Because in the book, he has they one didn't break, sword. They didn't break away completely. If I remember correctly, in the book, he, has, he only has one sword. He doesn't he have also a silver a, sword and a steel sword. He also has a limp. In the book? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he like he, he gets it like, like, towards the end of like, the later books. But Cavill loved the yeah the source, and he was mad that they were branching away, and now they branched so fucking... They, they, they're trying to pull it back now, but it's too late. I mean, I, that's fine if you change things. Like, it's as long as you stick to like the basic premise. But that was like one of their top the shows, Lord. and like this season, nobody's like gives a shit. So they're putting up billboards, trying to get people to come into it by saying, "Yes, he's still the Witcher for this season." Yeah, that's it. And nobody knows if he quit or got fired. A little bit of both, I would assume. A little bit of, sorry, <laughs> little bit of Monica in my. Anyways, uh, I would say a little bit of both. I would say he definitely walked away or stopped. Yeah, trying. I know they did say there was like arguments with him and like the writers. Yeah, because he'd be like, "No, it wouldn't be like that." And, and they're I, like, "Well, what do you know?" He's like, "I've read them, and I'm a big fan of them, and I played the video games, and that's why I know all of this." And the books and the writers specifically hated the source material. <laughs> if you ever want to read the books, seriously, look online. A reading order because The Witcher started out as books with short stories mm-hmm. and then had some full length stuff, but you got it, you really got to get them in order. Because I know the first season was kind of similar how the books were, mm. it was kind of ramshackle. I know some time. stuff stood out, like there's a scene, maybe the second season, where The Witcher goes to a friend's house, and it's like a whole Beauty and the Beast thing. Yeah. Siri wasn't with him in the book. Yes. yes. I'm like, she wasn't there. Right. And again, small changes don't necessarily change the story that much. No, like, I understand. you're not sticking to the source material. Well, especially with that series, because it was short stories that jumped around a lot. Yeah. So in order to try and, like, if you're trying to write the show, if you're sticking with the source... You gotta somehow have a transition, so you gotta change it slightly, so which would make sense for Siri to be there to transition to the next part. But yeah, and yeah, it's yes, just it's just that like the, there's so many things that that the second part of the third season comes out on a twenty sixth, I believe. Okay, it's the same thing with the Wheel of Time. It's like I don't mind if you change certain things, but like you're not. 
the characters are I not I remember you were excited that that show was coming out, and you told me it's horrible. I'm so up fucking. Oh. You're so up fucking. I'm just, God damn it, I can't even swear or complain. I'm so. Err. I saw the fucking trailer to the second season, and it's just even more infuriating than the last one. <laughs> I saw the trailer to the first season, and I was excited. I was like, this looks so good. I love it. This is going to be amazing. And then I watched the show, and I'm like, wow. This is the biggest piece of shit ever. Yeah, because I was going to start watching the show, and I started a little bit. I'm like, it's kind of hard to get into, and you're like, it's horrible. Yeah, I was so excited. It's just all the characters are not like those supposed to be. And I can I can accept, like, you can change certain parts to make it, like, fit better for TV and all that. But, like, every single character by the way, nothing like the book equivalent. And it's dog shit, because they try to keep the characters, like, like they try to pretend to you like oh yeah this is the same character i'm like this character would not have done this This is the dumbest thing possible Uh, by the way if you're like new to our podcast we ramble a lot and then if we miss a week we ramble even more yes we do (laughs) like we're catching up we're catching up on rambling and you said the words TV and Witcher, and I was like, ah, oh, remember all those good TV shows? That yeah, this season, I mean, I watched, so far I watched what's out. There's going to be two parts of the season, obviously. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I didn't mind it, but there was just some part that's like, I just don't feel it anymore. Ow. <laughs> my earring, I'm bleeding. I hit my headphone off. Yeah, I mean, did you watch Blood Origin? Yeah. Nobody watched Blood Origin. That was the prequel. Bombed. Yeah. Yeah. The uh They tried making the first Witcher an elf. Yeah. And yeah. also on top of it, the way he looked was horrible and the effects for his All of the effects were, were terrible. Fucking bad. If you want to watch a variant like a prequel type thing, watch the other one. The animated. See, but that's different. That's good. Because it's actually the writers for it actually cared about the source material. That was a good story. Additionally, mm-hmm. go to the wave of animation. Well, like they were pointing out in the article I was reading, what they were saying, like, CD Projekt Red did it right. They're like, look, if you want to make a show about this, you already have the whole fucking story. Mm-hmm. It's the same complaint I have when they make a video game movie. Yeah. Like Resident Evil. Why are you changing it? You already have the fucking story. All you gotta do is put actors in it. Do you know why? I'm gonna give you the same exact reason why. Why? They're making it for a modern audience. Fuck them. Every single time they've ever changed it for this, that they've used this exact phrasing. But We're changing the story to fit a modern audience. Well, there's like, something they gotta realize. Okay. So, like, go ahead. I'm trying to think how to word it. Cancel yourself. Do it. No, no, that's like that. Um, they they're trying to make it for mainstream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And video gamers, at least in the past, you always get you know you're a nerd, you're a dork, you play video games, all that crap, right? Yep. Well, look what happened when they took comic books and did it properly. Mm-hmm. Now it's like the biggest fucking movies everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you do the video games right, chances are this is why the same fucking the reason we play these games is because the stories are amazing, and then you fuck it up when you make the movie. So 
this is why I kind of like I'm big on like complaining and shit talking these companies. Like, oh, it's, it's not exactly perfect, dude, but you shouldn't care. And it's like, listen, for the for years and years and years, you guys shit talk people who enjoyed this stuff. And then when you finally realize, oh, you can make money off of it, you're just all jumping on yeah. a board. And then when, then you just fucking butcher it. And that's why we're all upset is because you took these really great things and fucked it up just so you can hop on the bandwagon. Like, and that's why uh, everyone's upset. For example, like I already mentioned, one of my favorite games, Silent Hill. I ha- I own the movies. Mm-hmm. They're not that good. No. But... It wouldn't be hard to make a Silent Hill movie because every fucking game is different. Mm-hmm. The whole point of Silent Hill is Silent Hill is each person's personal hell. So just make a new story that fits into that. Yep. I... <clears throat> hey. They are I... making a new movie. Yeah, I heard. Oh, hopefully it's good. We'll Watch see. a bunch of new games do like four. I hope The Wheel of Time gets better. I don't think it's going I to. Don't. I think it's going to get worse. Just so you're miserable. Dude, I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm going to be. Was that your old story? Yeah, it was just the origins of Herobrine. It's just somebody's, he's in somebody's world, and he's seen him like once or twice, and weird things can happen. This is going to be a long fucking episode. This is going to be a long episode. We're going to take a tiny little break, and then we will be back. Well, tiny for you. I don't know how fucking long it'll be for us, so we'll get rambling again. <laughs> Bear back. We're back. Hello. Try not to cough. I feel like something in my throat is like scratching. It's driving me nuts. Okay. So I have a story as well. Do Mine you? is long. It is very yes. long. So, I was going to say the name of who wrote it at the end, but I'm going to say it now instead. And we were talking about this earlier. This has to be like a pen name. Yes, it has to be a pen so name. The author's name is Paige Turner, and it's spelled P A G E. There's no way that's not a fucking. Excuse me. No, I mean, I'm hiccuping. Great. Unless, like, her name is Paige, but P-A-I-G-E, but then she writes it as Paige for, like, paper. Maybe. Anyway, this story is called The Infinity Game. Oh, oh that was weird. Oh, oh made noises. And I sniffed. Gotta get that coke it's in It's happening. There. We're in the Infinity Game. It's like the back rooms all over again. Okay. So this is kind of long, so get a coffee, get comfortable, smoke your rock. No. And be ready. I'm always ready. Also, <laughs> it's fucked up. You didn't let me finish my video that I was going to watch. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a bitch. Sorry, we didn't finish watching how to de-hair a butthole. <laughs> I wasn't watching the actual process. <laughs> I was watching somebody commenting about it. How to nair your ass. How to nair your ass. <laughs> um, Hold on a second. Don't act like you're fucking cleaning this. I... You literally were like, can I get a link to that? <laughs> yeah, <'cause> I, was... <laughs> I don't actually want to see it, obviously. But I actually nared my head. How'd that go? Uh, chemical burns. Yes. <laughs> All over would... my head. 
I would it's imagine so. Sucked. Hair was gone, but I couldn't wear a hat either. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Let's see if it's... I'm gonna be kind of muted. He's he's looking at his foot. He's trying to at least. My fucked up legs. I don't know what he's doing. I'm trying to see if it's still there. Do you have a scar on your leg? No, but like when I was like 18 or so, or 17 maybe, mm -hmm. my mother had a bottle of Nair. Sure. And I I wasn't sure if the stuff actually worked. So I put a little tiny patch, like an inch or two long, on my leg. Uh huh. And I didn't have hair there till like forever. It was like years and years and years. It looks like it came back. No, it's still there. Bald spot right here. <laughs> Never grew back. That's what happens when you chemically burn your legs. I didn't get burned from that. No. No, I burned my head. I just didn't want to shave my head for a while. Figured I'd use Nair and not have to worry about it for a bit, but. Didn't work out so well. Okay. I'm clear my nose. This isn't going to be bothering you, is it? The pulsing? Yeah. No. <laughs> Was that strobe? Yeah. I always... I like uh, the breathing one. Breathing's pretty right. Except when, like, you know, I'm actually using my laptop in a not well-lit lit room. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, this is full color. <clears throat> I just stick with the sink. Sink? Yeah. You don't have anything else it sinks to, though, do you? Nope. You can just put normal color without sink. No, it just, it just stays like this. Yeah, there's a mode that does that, too. I know, it's static. Yeah. <laughs> Someone was complaining about the sink before. Why? They're like, I don't need my fucking laptop to sync up with my Ford Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'd be funny. It'd be great. We're talking about our laptops. Sorry. We both have basically the same laptop. Mm hmm ROG Zephyrus. And there's I, all the different modes. What for... number are you? And what? I don't know. Okay, never mind. 15, I think. Really? I think so. I'm on the M16. I don't know. Do you have an older one? Shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. I know there's multiple models with multiple letters, and they're all different years. Yes. Anyways. It'll be like the M15, 20, 21, 2022, We can get back to your story. <laughs> That's enough about my keyboard. I know we compared all the specs. They're all identical. Yeah, they're identical. Yeah. We have like the same exact computer. Your screen's a little bigger. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, yes, the Infinity game. Ah, this is... I'm <laughs> just thinking about how long this is. See how fast I can get through it. You got it. Don't don't try to rush it. Has anyone ever played? <laughs> okay. Has anyone ever played the Infinity Game? No. The one with mirrors. No. Nope. Oh, actually, most people don't know it's a game. They just think it's a cool visual effect. Maybe it's different for me being raised by witches, not Halloween witches, but the ones who practice Wicca. What? You can Google it if you really want to learn more about them. But I'm here to talk to you about the game. Most people don't understand what it's capable of. They have no idea they're standing at a locked door and what's on the other side. It's almost like Wizard of Oz. If you can find your way to the Mirror Master, you'll be rewarded with a wish, but getting there is not an easy journey, and you want to choose your words carefully. To play, you need at least one other person 
two standing mirrors, five black candles, a stick of chalk, warm clothing, and a red armband. The red band is the most important thing to remember. It's not required to get in, but you shouldn't leave without it. Like your towel. That's not part of the story, by the way. I was going to say, that's pretty funny. It's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy joke for you Don't folks. Anywhere. And there's, there's more than the movie never shows you about what the towels actually do. Yeah? Different corners of the towels have different nutrients, so you can suck on the corner. That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. While in the mirror world, you must be wary of your reflection. Its only goal is to take your place in the real world, meaning you will be trapped forever. It cannot kill you. Instead, it will attempt to trick you. Never, ever speak to it. It will be dressed like you, except its armband will be on the left. So you're going to want to put yours on the right. Uh-huh. Whoever you have waiting in the real world will be, will be responsible for ensuring it doesn't get out. Choose someone you trust. Only your reflection can take your place, but everything else you meet will try to kill you from sheer spite. If you die in there, your soul will be trapped, and the mirror through which you entered will shatter. Make sure your friend is aware a shattered mirror indicates they should immediately destroy the other one as well. Though unlikely, there are a few entities powerful enough to use this situation to their advantage. To be safe... Make sure the friend isn't easily manipulated. Now that you have all the supplies, draw a pentagram on the floor with space for the mirrors in the center. Then put the lit candles on each point of the star. With everything, When everything is in place, the reflection will appear as a never-ending hallway. Which is what two mirrors tend to do, but not a hallway. I don't know why I'm like commenting on this like it's a... Not just a story. I don't know. Because I'm going to play this game when I get home. Stand between the mirrors and focus only on the infinite corridor. Soon you will notice a shadow far behind your reflection. Focus on that, letting the world around you fade. Do not look away or blink. Slowly begin to inch forward, but do not be afraid of bumping into the glass. Think of it as platform nine and three quarters. You must know it's going to work. You will feel a drastic temperature drop. You can look at your surroundings. You are officially inside the mirror world's lobby. Though I suppose it's more like a bridge. It's what connects the two places, but my family calls it the lobby. This is where you must proceed with extreme caution. The mirror world is a backwards replica of ours. Not only does that mean left is right, it also means beautiful thriving cities are dead and crumbling in the mirror world. Oh. If you are unable to enter, do not leave the game unattended. Remove the mirrors immediately. Things that live there can't be described as alive, but they are desperate. My mother was supposedly the only person to successfully return after seeing the mirror master. Growing up, I was told no one has ever met him. But when mom, Ellen, died two months ago, I found her diary. My amazement grew with each passage as she described her own experience with the Infinity game. Her first entry is from six months after having her firstborn, John. He was sickly, and doctors said he wouldn't live to see his first birthday. She was aware of the game's dangers, but she didn't care, not if it could save her son. I will copy the relevant 
entry here. Let it serve as warning to any who wish to play, even the winners lose. I will copy the elephant. From the diary, I know. <laughs> the elephant. From the diary of Ellen Pierce. I hope to never open this diary again. I purchased a new book for the start of our new lives, but instead of writing on crisp, clean pages, I continue here. The tear-stained memorial to the darkest six months of my life was to be buried under decades of beautiful memories, yet here I am. I won the stupid game. We should be far away from this place, beginning anew, not here. There is only hate and pain left in my heart. Everyone told me not to go, but I didn't have a choice. Each time someone said, you can always have more children, my heart ached with fury. I was prepared to risk my own life, but not for this, not to feel the joy of knowing my son would survive, only to have it ripped away again. I thought I would be different, but now I write this only to warn others. I hope that vile creature never wins another soul. I entered easily, feeling the temperature drop as if exiting a heated room into an arctic tundra. I always imagined a chill in the air, but this was cold enough to see my breath. Behind me was a mirror, and in it I saw Thomas. He appeared to be in shock, his mouth hung open as he waved. It would have been funny under different circumstances. I think the strange hallway is an in-between place. Both sides are lined with identical white doors, and I didn't know which to choose. I couldn't see the end of the hall, it still appeared infinite. I tried the closest doors, but they were locked. There were no keyholes, just solid knobs. I'm just throwing papers on the floor. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. I walked down the corridor, feeling more nervous each time I looked back to see Thomas farther away. There was no way to track the passage of time. Electronics won't work here. I don't know how long I walked before I heard the soft click of a door opening, but I no longer saw home when I turned around. Instead, I saw my reflection. She was wearing her armband on the left, just as the legend said. I know I should have been afraid, but I found it comforting. It meant the stories were true, that John had a real chance at surviving. I would have gladly traded my own life for his, but that's not how the game works. My reflection called to me, Are you lost? You need to go this way. She indicated the open door where she emerged. I knew not to respond. I remained silent as she tried again. Hello? What's wrong? Are you deaf or just rude? Fine, I don't care. If you want to spend eternity trying open locked doors... She shrugged and began walking in Thomas's direction. I could not follow. I had to trust my husband to tell the difference. She would return when she failed to deceive him. I couldn't go the way she recommended, but wanted to look inside. I walked back to the open door, keeping a healthy distance. Standing in the center of the hall, I tried to peer inside, but it was too dark to see anything. I wasn't even outside yet, and I was already cracking under the pressure. Were the other doors all really locked? How long before something worse found me? It was then I realized, why do they call this a game? Game implies as a way to move forward, lose the fallow. That's when I understood how literal the stories were. If everything is backwards, shouldn't I go to the door opposite the one indicated by my reflection? I reached for the other doorknob, holding my breath as I felt it turn beneath my hand. It opened effortlessly though I know it was locked before. It opened to reveal our kitchen where Thomas and I chose to set the mirrors. 
The light was dim, everything was reversed, but it was also filthy. Worse, instead of finding my husband, I found a horrifying, twisted old man. His back was hunched, his teeth and nails were yellow, and his red face contorted in hatred. Gregory. What? Gregory. Gregory? It's not Timothy. Oh. I was frozen with fear as his icy gaze bore into my soul. What the hell do you think you're doing here? He screamed, spit flying from his mouth. In my terror, I couldn't remember if it was against the rules to talk to anyone besides your reflection, but I didn't want to risk it. I took a few steps to my left, hoping to get to the door before he could block my exit. Don't you dare ignore me, tramp, the old man croaked in a raspy, hoarse voice. Man, I am messing up words. He reached under the table, retrieving a long metal cane. Thankfully, he was slow, as slow as he looked. I ran around him, through the swinging door to the den. He was still cursing me as I continued out the front door. At the end of the driveway, I noticed my surroundings. The neighborhood was in ruins. The yards were dead, and the houses were all abandoned. It was my neighborhood, and it looked like a ghost town. None of the cars worked. Each one had busted windows, popped hoods, or slashed tires. It was midnight back home. It should have been noon here, but it looked like dusk. Why wouldn't you just go to the mirror realm in, like, the Bronx or something like that? Because mm. it's already a fucked up place. So if you go there in the mirror realm, it should be grand, right? Yeah. Basically. Why wouldn't you do this with, like, your net? Instead of, like... Just go to a crack house and set up yeah. the thing. <laughs> Why wouldn't you then have, like, instead of your best friend there with you, your arch nemesis? And I get the whole idea so that your your reflection won't be able to get out and you'll know the difference. But, like, your arch nemesis, just have, like, the biggest but piece of not... shit person that you can trust. That you can trust? That you can trust. Yeah. There are tons of people in my life that I think are big pieces of shit, but I'm like, yeah, they'll still help me, though. No. If you ever tried this, I'd kick your mirror over. <laughs> I just Get push, out now, fucko. I just push them together <laughs> and walk away, like, leaving you in there. Like portals. You pick them out one window mirror and go right into the other one, <laughs> never to get out of the mirror realm. You're stuck forever. What if I go to the mirror master and get away out that way? Did you watch? No. The Dungeons and Dragons movie? Yes, I did. Yes. It'd be kind of like that little thing they yep. have. Yep. You'd be like, you know, they put the, the mirror would fall down and, you, and the painting would fall down. You'd just be fucking stuck as wood there. Yep. <sighs> okay. For some reason, I felt confident the old man wouldn't follow me outside. Wait, I think I jumped apart. I did. It was my neighborhood, but it looked like a ghost town. I did that to you. Tire slash everything. Me. I know. Yeah. Because that was like halfway through a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go back a tiny bit. That's it was fine. midnight back home. It should have been noon here, but it looked like dusk. I understand why our reflections are so desperate to trade places. For some reason, I felt confident the old man wouldn't follow me outside. Something gave me the idea his part of the game was to guard the kitchen door for what for when I needed to get home. I didn't stay to test the theory, but now I'm pretty sure I was correct. I was never told where to go once I made it this far. The stories were all vague in that regard. The only thing I knew for certain was that it would get worse before it was over. That's when I realized how desperately I needed a working vehicle for speed and protection. I resigned myself to look for a bicycle when I remembered the mechanic who lives three houses down. 
every weekend his garage door is open and he can be seen working on an old car. There was hardly more than a body and wheels last time I saw it. If everything is opposite, wouldn't that car be in working condition here? Yes, it was. The damn thing made me truly believe I could do it. Hope is dangerous. If something is too good to be true, it probably is. I was so excited by the sight of this pristine red car, I forgot to be wary of danger. A strange creature I almost mistook for a dog stood between me and victory. It was of similar size and color to a German shepherd, but its mouth opened sideways to reveal extra rows of teeth. I didn't know if its eyes were located elsewhere or it just didn't have any, but the ears looked hard, almost like rounded horns. I couldn't discern a nose either, but I'm sure it had one. I could hear it sniffing my scent. This is a lot like Silent Hill. It's belly button. That's where the nose is. That's it? That's it? Yep. And its eyes and its neared butthole. <laughs> now, this is where you pretend to be the ATF and you shoot the fucking dog. <laughs> if she didn't have a gun going in, she'll have a gun in there. Yeah, that's how, if it's the opposite. I don't think it works that no, way. No, it does opposite. <clears throat> It gave me a headache to look too closely, like my brain was rejecting the very sight of it. Do this knives is just like do knives then become like rusted knives? So you need a no, broken. Oh, you're right. How full is the me. opposite of a knife? A hot dog. What the yes. hell's wrong with you? I'm sorry. So instead of having like a functioning gun in your house, it'd be you a broken a, gun. You have a f- you get a broken gun and leave it in you your. You get room. a cap gun. It becomes a nuke. It's just weird. It's really weird. Sometimes like the equivalents aren't quite the same. Yeah. A little nuke launcher. A little fat boy. My eyes frantically searched for anything to use as a weapon, but there was nothing nearby. My heart sank as I realized it would come down to a race. I held no chance of winning. Stealing a quick glance at my surroundings, I saw the only chance was to run for the door and hope it's unlocked. Otherwise, I would be eaten by a dog monster. Yummy. Just keep throwing that on the... Leave that anywhere. I am. I tried to mentally prepare myself when a long, high-pitched whistle turned the creature's growls to whimpers. It wasn't pleasant to my ears either, but I enjoyed seeing its effect. The noise continued until the dog thing ran out of sight. I didn't see the source of the sound at first, but I didn't have to wait long. My My reflection walked into view, smiling proudly. She stopped several feet away, but remained silent. I was confused until I almost asked why. My mouth opened wide, froze, and slowly closed. She hoped I would talk without thinking. Plus, if I die this quick, she can't escape. In her own way, she's more terrifying than the monsters. Uh Uh-oh, almost had you that time, ha-ha. You might want to find yourself a weapon before you run into anything else. Hey, do you even know which way to go? She spoke like we were best friends. I was too afraid to shake my head or shrug. It seemed like the kind of place that thrived on loopholes. Instead, I stared at her feet, willing her to say a direction so I could go the opposite way. You look lost. Do you need a map? I could draw one for you. Come on, just nod or something. I'm trying to help. She stomped her foot in frustration. To me, that was confirmation about the loopholes. Or maybe she could read my mind. Either way, I wasn't trying it. Be that way. I don't care if you want to live or not, but it's a shame the kid has to die just because you won't ask for help. She shrugged him again, walking away. Those words hit me like a freight train at the time. But now, 
that the words carry the added weight of truth. I feel as if they will crush me. Continue, ah, controlling my temper as she left was one of the most difficult parts of that nightmare. So many times I wondered if punching her counted as communication. Yes. Kind of would, wouldn't it? Yeah. But John's life was not worth the risk. This is when I vowed to break every mirror I saw for the rest of my life. <laughs> I vow I have thus far made good on. When she was well out of sight, I discovered my next obstacle would be to find keys. The car was locked, but the house was not. Knowing something would be inside, I took a large crowbar from the garage. I crept in the back door, staying low. I was in an empty kitchen, hoping for a nice key hook by the door, but couldn't be so fortunate. A nice steak dinner. The room smelled of rotten food on every counter, and flies were swarming something that looked like raw meat. Do garbage cans then smell great? They should. They should. I choked down the vomit, threatening to, re- threatening to erupt and focused on John. This experience was nothing compared to the idea of losing him. I made my way into a den with a broken TV and rough-looking leather furniture. From where I stood, the recliner was directly in front of me with a couch on either side, all angled toward the television in the center. Small, dirty tables sat on each end of the couches, and my heart skipped a beat when I saw car keys atop one by the recliner. I know. <clears throat> I know now. I want to go to this mirror world. Do you know why? Because you'll have a cool car. I'll finally get to watch Wheel of Time and enjoy it. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Fucking, it's a piece of shit in reality, so in the mirror <laughs> world, it has to be amazing. I gotta mute myself. <laughs> I had to cough. Forgetting my fear, I reached down quickly. Only this, you know, when I read stuff like this long, yeah, I do hear my slight accent. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Like when I say fear. Yeah. Sometimes it comes out differently. Neighborhood sometimes. Yep. I caught that earlier too. Yeah. I reached down quickly <laughs> only to scream myself hoarse when a cold skeletal hand shot out from the chair grasping my wrist. Hey, honey. What you got there? Beetlejuice. <laughs> What's up, toots? <laughs> I had a grip of steel. For a moment, I thought it would break my arm. I lashed out desperately with a crowbar, making contact with whatever was on the other side of that recliner. The instant its grip released, my hand closed around the keys and I ran for the car. It was pure luck the dog monster hadn't returned because I didn't stop to check before flying outside. As soon as the car door closed, I hit the lock button three times and performed a thorough inspection of the back seat. Satisfied there were no unexpected passengers, I was ready to go. There was a horrific moment of fear that the car still wouldn't start as I inserted the key, but it roared to life like it was brand new. Hell, it probably was. It really is just like King's Quest. Find a clue, find an item, solve a puzzle, escape danger. That's a fucking... Advance. Repeat to the boss fight. Who knows what King's Quest is? That's such a weird, obscure thing to reference. It's an old game. Yeah, exactly. How many people do you know know what King's Quest is? You know what game I like? Because it was... There's, there's one weird feature. What's that? Ultima. Ultima. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever played it. It was like an RPG, like Final Fantasy. Yeah. But like you start the game talking to the king. Mm-hmm. But you could fight anybody you wanted. 
Oh, so you, you could have could... fought the king right there. Oh, I tried. He slaughters you. Damn. Even the shopkeeper slaughters you. But I'm sure when you get a higher level, you can go yeah. back. Just you can just fight anybody you want. It was kind of a cool idea. That is a neat idea. Because it was kind of like the first idea of like a fable type game where you do whatever you want. Yeah. A King's Quest is such a weird fucking game to to reference. That's a, oh, there's a comment about it actually here. So there was a King Quest, King's Quest part. Yep. Careful, L. Your nerd is showing. <laughs> Look at me. I made a joke. Never thought that would happen again. That's very King's Questy. I went to the end of the driveway and hit the brakes, realizing I didn't know which way to. Realizing I didn't know how to drive. <laughs> That's when I realized, oh, what the fuck? Realizing I didn't know which way to go. Is the gas pedal then the brakes and the brakes are the gas pedal? Someone put that in the comments. Damn it. In a game, when there's multiple paths, they usually all come out to the same place, or one is a deadly trap with no escape. Of course, you usually know your destination. The trick to games... Go left. ...and life is that the path you're supposed to go always has the obstacles. Yeah. Okay. And if it's a maze, you always go left. Or you just put your hand on one wall and walk. That's the way to get out of any maze there is. Left. That's when it hit me. If I'm playing a game where the goal is to cure a sick boy, where would the boss fight take place? A hospital. You would want the best doctor with the best equipment. Ah, uh, yes, but this is the upside down. I so turned go to left. the museum. I turned left toward the best hospital in the state. When John was born, we moved three hours away from our hometown to be near it. Fifteen minutes away was the closest residence we could find, and it seemed good at the time, but now it felt like hours. I didn't know what the roads would be like, but I knew it wouldn't be good. I could have never imagined the level of destruction. What the hell was that? It was your... Okay. It was your thing. I don't want to say it because I don't remember I the trailer. I have never imagined the level of destruction as I saw that day. Our normally smooth paved streets were filled with large potholes, some big enough to get stuck in if I wasn't careful. The buildings were in various stages of demolition. None looked to be inhabited, but I'm sure they were. The beautiful plants and trees that once lined the medians, or if you work where I work, mediums, Shut up. were brown and dead. I kept careful watch on my surroundings, worried something would come charging from a dark alley as I slowly stared around potholes. Luckily, it only happened once, close to the halfway point. I was preparing for another tight squeeze when I heard a scraping sound from behind. In the rearview mirror, I saw another deformed-looking man. This one was younger, with long, greasy hair and burned skin. The sound was from the steel bat he was dragging, and one of those weird dog monsters tagged along like its pet. If the roads were decent, I could outrun them easily. But I knew they would catch me if I drove into the middle of a bad patch. I slowed down even more, letting them get a little closer to the de decent section of the road. I don't think they are capable of intelligent thought. They did not hesitate when I began reversing, nor did they make any attempt to move when I ran them down. I aimed for the man, considering him the main threat, but the beast was only stunned. There was a moment I thought it was over when a car stalled on top of the corpse, but the wheels found traction when the beast collided in with the rear end. 
I'm not sure how he avoided going under the wheels as I flew backwards, but it wasn't touched. I shifted into drive and punched the gas, trying once more for the dog monster, but still missing. Going fast as I dared, I ran over to man once more, just to be sure, before coming to a cautious stop. I hated not knowing what the dog thing was doing, but felt fairly certain it ran away to lick its wounded pride. I didn't doubt I would see it again. But that was a problem for later. I made it to the hospital without farther attacks, parking in front of the main entrance. The sight of it did not inspire confidence. It was in worse condition than anything I had seen yet. That's when I realized I made a terrible mistake. Everything is opposite. The best hospital would be the worst. I needed our world's worst hospital. Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Sorry. I jumped back into the car, making my way to the free clinic on 3rd. If my theory was right, it would probably hold the cure for cancer. A flock of zombie birds attacked the car at one point, but they didn't cause much damage. Zombie birds? Yes. I knew I'd made the right decision the moment I entered the bad side of town. Well, our world's bad side. In this world, it was full of lavish manners. The clinic was immaculate and double its normal size. Fucking called it. I parked on the curb and ran for the entrance. I didn't say anything, but yeah. I knew you called it earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, can't have shit in Detroit. Unless it's mirror Detroit, then you can have all the shit. It was starting to get darker, but I didn't understand how. There should have been hours of daylight left. Then, once again, as if reading my mind, the bitch was back. The bitch came back the very next day. (laughs) Gosh, are you just getting here now? You better hurry. Time is running out fast, she teased. I had never heard of a time limit. I ached to taunt her with the obvious failures to deceive Thomas. If she was still there, it meant she couldn't fool him. The thought filled me with strength. I turned my back on her and walked inside, but she followed. You know that, right? That when it gets dark, the hourglass stands empty. Well, not literally, but I like the expression. Anyway, I just wanted to check because it seems like most people from your world are ignorant to that detail. She said nonchalantly. The more I considered it, the more... Yeah? What? How would her mirror image know that other people that go there are ignorant to the time limit? Because it's All the mirror images hang out. They're all cool buddies Uh together. So they're all kind of like Schrodinger's cat. They exist and don't exist until someone enters the mirror. Yeah. So they're just like... Wait, but no, but her husband... Energy talking? Her husband was there. Or a version of him. I know, but I'm saying, like, her mirror image can only ever meet her. Right. So how would it know the other people that come into that world are ignorant of the time limit? What do you mean her mirror image can only meet her? Like, if you were to go into the world, yeah, you would never see her mirror image because it's only... Yeah, but I would see a version of you in there, would I not? Because she found a version of her husband in there. Yes, but the mirror image is different than the other entities. Gotcha. It's like a doppelganger. But if it is a mirror image of her, she would have the mirror image of her memories as well. So she wouldn't. But she didn't lose know that about it. the time limit. Yeah, but 
I'm saying she's using uh, using that lie. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. The more I considered it, the more it made sense. Most games do have time limits. <clears throat> Being in this place after dark does have a sort of game over vibe. Unfortunately, I couldn't ask questions and I had to keep moving. I thought she would leave again, but she continued to follow me at a careful distance. Unless they're all, all the mirror images are the same entity. It is true. If you throw any kind of square shape on the floor, a cat will sit in it. <laughs> or on it. She's sitting on a piece of paper I put through on the floor. Hey, that's a neat little fucking box you got there. Well, people say if you draw a square on the floor, a cat will sit in it. Yes. I've seen it. Okay. Don't mind me. I just want to see the big climax. Your sweetie was too smart. There's no point chatting with him anymore. I didn't give her the satisfaction of looking back. Seeing a map of the hospital, I stopped to study the layout. Of course, I needed to. I needed the top floor. It couldn't be right here on the ground floor. No, heaven forbid. I walked to the elevator, but noticed my reflection was gone. The doors chimed and slid open. I put one foot inside, but pulled it out quickly. Do I really want to walk into a metal box in a bizarre world where there's no one to help if I get trapped inside? I looked around and saw a nice open stairway. The empty elevator closed behind me as I made my, eh, as I made my way to the stairs. I held onto the rail all the way up. Losing because of a fall so late in the game would be too insulting to live with. I'm glad I did too because my reflection jumped out screaming boo the moment I reached the top. <laughs> the bitch, huh? What a dickhead. I keep flipping the pages and not remembering if I flip them. <laughs> okay. So I had to double check. I wonder if anyone has tried to murder their reflection. I'll have to look into that one day. I held my crowbar at the ready as I passed her. It felt glued to my hand after so much time. My reflection was tailing me a little closer, getting desperate. When I reached the reception desk for the children's ward, she took a seat in the waiting area. She grinned when she saw me watching, giving me two thumbs up and a wink. You go, girl. I'm rooting for you. More confused than ever, I went through the double doors in search of the doctor. Or Mirror Master, I guess. Terrible name. They had no ima imagination back in the day. I would have named them the Greedy Gremlin. Okay, maybe that's not much better, but it's better. Mirror Master. Greedy Gremlin. He wasn't hard to find. I stood in a dark hallway, and bright lights shone under the swinging doors ahead. I'd come too far to stop then. I could feel my heart thumping in my ears with every step. When I walked into the light, it was so bright I had to shield my eyes. Then, with the snap of some fingers, they faded to normal indoor lighting. The only person in the room was the doctor I see on TV. The one on the ridiculous commercial with the annoyingly catchy tune. I can't remember his name. You know, the really fat, bald guy with glasses. It's not important. It wasn't how he, she, it looked anyway. It threw me off, though. And the surprise must have shown on my face. Ah, not what you were expecting. Me either. Who is this, anyway? The doctor asked, examining his own appearance. You. You don't know who you are? I stammered. Ah, uh, of course I know who I am, girl. I appear however one's mind is comfortable seeing me, but it's usually not this, he cringed. 
What? Wait, how could? I tried to ask. No, you aren't here for magic lessons, and I don't give them anyway. You came here because you want something desperately enough to risk your life for it. I find that utterly delicious. So tell me, what do you want? You mean, I just tell you, and you do it? I don't have to, I don't know, solve a riddle or kill a monster? I couldn't believe it to be that simple. Oh, I'm sorry. Was finding me too easy for you? Were my pets not vicious enough, my dear? Well, worry not. For next is the best part yet. The longer you are here, the darker it gets. The darker it becomes, the more pets you'll likely see. Most of them are nocturnal, but they'll be awake and ready for breakfast any moment now. He was a lively talker. His voice was booming with pride, and his hand gestures were all over the place. I could only stand there, horrified and speechless. Come now, what's your wish? Weren't you listening? You should probably pick up the pace. He grinned, and his teeth were no longer than the normal teeth of the TV doctor, but sharp brown fangs. Nice foley work. What, flipping a paper? Yeah. <clears throat> it adds ambience. Yep. During the long pauses of just, like, you talking. <laughs> long brown teeth. <laughs> My son is dying. I want you to cure him. I tried to keep my voice steady. And I'm doing pauses where the paragraphs are. Yeah. You're supposed to read. My, that's a tricky one. Money, love, fame, those things are easy. Murder is the easiest. But life, that is very tricky indeed. It disrupts the natural order. He was enjoying himself. Please, I'll do anything I begged. Well, there is this one way it could work. If you're sure, there is no turning back. He paused, stretching the suspense until I vigorously shook my head in agreement. Very good, then. With a snap of his fingers, a scroll appeared in one hand and a pen in the other. It was the kind of pen you dip into ink, but I never saw one before that moment. Sign here, please. One flick of the wrist, and the long scroll opened, falling to the floor between us. I picked up the bottom end, eyes scrolling over to millions of tiny printed words jammed together on the paper. At the very end was a sign here line. If I sign this to cure my baby, he will be in and stay in perfect health. I would not see my son cured of one sickness only to fall ill the following week. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, with this contract, your boy will be immune to all disease, he assured. My heart sank at the words, or sang at the words. And if the cost of saving John happened to be my own life, as I suspected, it was a price I'd happily pay. I reached for the pen, and with a stab too fast for my eyes to see, the doctor pricked my finger. A large drop of blood fell onto the paper, and with another snap, the contract vanished. It's been a pleasure doing business. By the way, to cure your son, I had to borrow half his father's remaining lifespan. Toodles. The doctor disappeared with a final wink. I hope I never see his wretched face again. His words made my blood run cold, but I couldn't stop to do the math right then. Terrified of what would be chasing me, I ran back to the waiting room area. My reflection was waiting for me at the doors, smiling. I shoved on the doors with all my strength, but she had me locked in. 
I, I used my adrenaline to smash the glass door to the reception counter with my crowbar. What? Would you need an adrenaline rush to smash glass with a crowbar? Do you know how gla- how like sturdy glass is? Especially glass made for buildings. Easy enough to break it. I, no, well, it's a receptionary, so it would be that safety glass. Yeah. Like tempered shit. Yeah. I mean, no. Probably not, but also... Usually they are in hospitals, I believe. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I usually doors. wouldn't need adrenaline to smash through a window with the crowbar. Yeah. Well, these are doors, too, so they wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. yeah. I've seen people... Walk through them. Yeah. Yeah. My arms and legs were caught getting through, but I didn't have time to worry about blood loss. I flew over the counter, ignoring the shocked look of my reflection. She was like, oh my god, how did you break that? Parkour! Parkour. As I made my way down the stairs, I saw several more zombie-looking people coming out of various rooms. I almost didn't make it back to the ground floor when a kid with no legs managed to grab my ankle. Zombie-looking, but not zombies, because those are copyrighted. The only thing that saved me was the crowbar catching the rail. What? Hold on. Her leg was grabbed. She fell. Crowbar could yeah. save her. Okay. I got it. Threw me off. The only thing that saved me was a crowbar catching the rail. I tumbled. When I finally made it to the entrance, I saw the car was turned onto its side and several more zombie and dog things were waiting close by. Remembering the hospital map, I decided to take a chance on the ambulance bay. I was betting they owned at least one junked out ambulance that would run in this world. If they didn't, I would likely have died there. Not even someone with machine guns could survive on the streets now. I cried when I saw it. It was one ambulance that appeared in working condition, and I was lucky enough for the keys to be inside. I still checked in the back to make sure it was empty, but they almost got that almost got me killed. I slammed the back doors just in time to avoid one of the dogs jumping in. The ambulance rocked side to side from things trying to get in as I strapped myself into the driver's seat. It was my first time driving anything bigger than a car. I think it would have been a bumpy ride under normal conditions. There were several times I thought the ambulance would tip over. The worst was close to the end. I was almost back to my neighborhood when I heard the roar of another engine before it crashed into my bumper. I went off the road, missing a huge crater by inches before regaining control. The truck, driven by my reflection, reversed to follow. I did something desperate. I waited for her to get right behind me, almost touching, and accelerated. As I hoped, she too sped up, trying to position herself to force me into a fishtail. At the last possible second, I closed my eyes and swerved away, once again coming dangerously close to flipping over. Behind me, the bitch couldn't react in time. The truck she found was pointed nose down in a deep crater, its back end hanging out at a steep angle. My house was surrounded by hideous creatures. Most didn't appear human or animal. I couldn't tell what the warp things were supposed to be. Some of them had several limbs or appendages. Some had none. One looked like a huge floating eyeball, and another looked like a snake with two heads. I didn't see a way inside. I couldn't believe I came all this way just to lose here. At the very least, I wanted to kill as many as possible before I died. That's when a plan occurred to me. 
I reversed to position myself for a straight shot through our den. The house was now termite-infested anyway. Even if we didn't have the huge windows, I'm sure the walls would have been weak enough to drive through. I felt like I was operating a tank as two of the creatures fell beneath the wheels. It was a strange sight as the walls crumbled around me and the sound was terrible, but I didn't stop to enjoy the view. You know, a person with a machine gun couldn't do it, but I bet a person with a katana... Ambulance. Do it. <clears throat> Damn it. Stop touching my foot, Chris. I went to stretch my legs and you got your straight across under... When the ambulance couldn't go farther, I climbed out the passenger window and dove through the kitchen door without looking to see what followed. The moment I saw the kitchen, my eyes searched for the old man, but he saw me first. Pain blossomed behind my eyes as something struck me over the head. I fell to the ground, dazed, but managed to keep a grip on the crowbar. I feigned unconsciousness until the old man grabbed one of my ankles. I sat up, swinging wildly, and enjoyed the wet smack of contact. His black blood sprayed, and I wasted no time getting to my feet. As I made it to the exit, more creatures burst into the room. I rushed through the door, hoping it locked behind me. I held my breath as the door shook furiously, but nothing was able to follow. I breathed a sigh of relief and began feeling my injuries in earnest. I had several deep gashes on my arms and legs. My head was bleeding freely, and my wrist was swelling. Grateful to still have the armband, I began making my way to the mirror entrance. I only made it a few steps and I heard the soft click of another door behind me. I hope he didn't expect to be rid of me that easily. Her voice no longer sounded like mine. It was deeper, distorted. I turned to see she now had the same ghoulish zombie appearance as those other things. Did she always look that way? Did I only see me because that's what I expected? Like the doctor? I hope someone solves the mysteries of that place one day. There are still so many unanswered questions. I ran for my life, focused on Thomas and John. I heard her footstep gaining as she screamed at me. Have you figured it out yet? Wait up. I'll explain it to you. If you divide the lifespan in half, it means they have the same amount of time to live. Do you get it? Wait up. She cackled an evil dark laugh that sounded unnatural in her garbled voice. Humans should not be able to make the sounds of her laughter made. I was so focused on the light at the end of the corridor, I didn't understand what she was telling me. I heard her footsteps closer than closer with every step, but couldn't look back. Her howling laughter followed me all the way home. When Thomas saw me, his eyes lit up with relief, then fear and anger as he saw my appearance and that of the thing chasing me. I saw him step away from the mirror, allowing me to exit. I went through the mirror like an Olympic diver. The second I was out, I turned to see the monster me collide into the glass, bouncing off like rubber. Now that I was back, the doorway was closed for her. Before she could rise, Thomas shattered the glass. He also shattered the second one to be safe. But for the record, we could have simply blown out the candles and erased the pentagram. I'm rubber, you're a glue. When I remind myself, me sticks to you. It wasn't until several hours later, after I explained everything to my husband, that we understood what she was trying to tell us. If they had the same amount of time to live, they would die at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was devastated. 
I knew I wouldn't be able to handle losing both at once. We are so young, I thought we would still have many years. I never dreamed. I couldn't believe. Thomas and John passed away two weeks later. John was crying in the night. Thomas felt badly for my lack of sleep, so he took the baby for a drive. It calmed John, and it was only a few times around the block, but this time a drunk driver ran a stop sign. See, it was all for nothing. My mother met my father four years later. It took a while for her to have a normal life again, but I always felt like we were a happy family. She was a terrific mom. I had no idea such terrible things were in her past. Dad didn't know the full story either, only that she had a husband and baby killed in a wreck before he met her. I can't blame her for not wanting to tell me. She knows how much I love a challenge. While no, I don't think I'll visit the mirror world anytime soon, it would be nice to learn more about it. Like she says, there's still so much we don't know, and personally I have a long list of questions. Besides, it sounds fine if you don't make a wish, right? I'll just leave this here for now in case anyone else knows anything. So, husband was going to die a month later anyways. Yep. Eh. So, written by Paige Turner, <laughs> she has a website. Yes. With a lot of stories. Yes. And apparently someone commented that all of her stories are good. This has more parts to it. I saw at least three parts. More parts? Yeah. Following the same lady. I'm assuming lady. the son possibly starts exploring stuff. Because he oh, implies, you know, I'm right not going to go visit it. But I have questions. Yeah. You so do too? Artemis. You want a mirror world? Will you be Artemis's brother? I don't know remember who his name is. Ah, uh, I don't remember. Leopold. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sounds like I just whipped her across the room. <laughs> it did sound like that. <laughs> I reached down to pet her and she threw her head back mid-meow and pulled out a mic range. Uh, Written by Paige. Okay, so Paige Turner. Yes, and her website is dubdemotions.wordpress.com. Nice. Good story. Long, but good. But wouldn't be yeah, so long I, if you... Like, I was reading it, and I skipped part and read towards the end. Yeah. Because, like... Not this time. You meant beforehand. Yeah. Gotcha. Because, like, at first, I, you know, I did it because, like, I didn't have much time. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds cool. So I read a bunch oh. of it. Probably, like, the first mm -hmm. two pages. But I'm like, okay, I want to make sure it ends cool. So I skipped to the end. So in a way, like, most of the story was the first time I heard it, too. Yeah. But, oh, I forget where we're going there. I don't remember. It was good. It was. I kind of want to go read second and third parts now. Yeah. <laughs> Not tonight. Tired. <sighs> Sometimes... I think I'm like, what if our podcast was just like us reading stories? I mean, our podcast is just us reading stories, but usually it's stories we write. G generally. Yeah. Yeah. We've done more of these episodes lately, though. Um, yeah, because we did it with the, the, the Reddit, Reddit stories. stories. Yeah. And we did it with fairy tales, but kind of. Yeah, but we went to like the original fairy tales. Yeah. Like the dark part of it yeah 
My throat is so dry right now. I'm reading all that. Yes. Right in the microphone, Chris. <laughs> you I muted. Yeah. You muted. There you go. Metal on metal. That sounds great in the microphone. My throat's dry. I am I'm parched. Should have had something plastic. What? That way did it make noise? Oh. No, because plastic's bad for the environment. Ah, fuck the environment. You leave my metal cup, my metal straw alone. Only and... the little mouthpiece is bad for the environment. <clears throat> it's rubber. It's fine. Fuck them turtles. <laughs> Kill the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I like turtles. You know what? I like turtles. I was... You know, we have a gopher tortoise. Yes. Which is protected. Yep. And uh, I was driving a tractor the other day, and it was a gopher tortoise just right in the mopath. Just hanging out. And I fucking gunned it. <laughs> like, like my... Like, I turned it into soup. Like a man. My fucking tractor did a wheelie. No. <laughs> so I'm driving, and I see him, and I slow down. And, you know, I, I turn it off, and usually, even when you walk past them or around the small mower in the road, mm-hmm. they duck in their shell. Yep. He's just, like, looking up and be like, do it, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like, looking at him, and I, you know, I turn off the blades, I throttle down, I shift out of gear, I put it in park, put it in neutral, and then he just looks up at me, and he turns and just walks off into the woods. I'm like, you, man, you are ballsy. <laughs> Usually the, my wheel was, like, I don't know, four or five inches from him. Because I was getting, like, I didn't stop at the last second. I yeah. saw him, and I slowed down and got close. So then when I hopped off, I can move him. Yep. The fuck is she doing? Got the zoomies. Oh. Yeah, I saw her ears go back, her eyes get large, and then yep. she, like. No. Um. Monday, I was working at one of our parks. Uh, a lady comes up to me to ask some questions. She's like, oh, I brought a gift. She's like, are these turtles good to eat? <laughs> I brought a gift. I'm like, a gift? And she, like, turns sideways to show me what she had in her other hand. And it's just a whole ass, like, turtle from the river. She's like, we fell in the road. We're coming to go put it in the water. I'm like, oh, sweet. It was oh, a big sweet. fucking snapper. She threw it at yeah, you. Yeah, She turned around, and I saw the turtle. I was like, oh, sweet. A felony type of turtle was it it was uh one of the river turtles i can't remember which one it was i but... didn't know we had protected river turtles yes you cannot remove any turtles from that river so but it's state protected didn't she say she was bringing it back yeah to yeah okay. <laughs> i was like technically but nobody's gonna give you any problems with no. i've done that holding the turtle and bringing it back to the water because i've seen uh i see him every now and then out here going to the Across the road. Yeah. And there was one, it was a, uh, what are they called? Florida soft shell? Yes. And it looked so fucking dry. Yeah. So I picked it up, I put it on the floor in the back seat, drove over to the pond and put it in. Yeah. But, uh. I'm like, man, you are going to fucking die. I got to move you. It was tons of fun. She walked up, she's like, what? I'm like, oh yeah, technically you can't touch or remove any. Of those wildlife because they're state protected and it's yeah. a felony to do so. But a guy I nobody's going to stop you from doing it because you are helping it. A guy I work with was telling me how if you ever have to move a gopher tortoise, 
you got to pick it up and you got to move it and set it down facing the way it was going so it knows where it's going. I'm like, it, it knows where it's fucking going, dude. <laughs> they know where their house is. Yeah. They're not fucking dumb. That's, these things are fucking ancient. Did I ever tell you about the asshole who hit one? No. Um, Tons of people have. The the major road up here goes down to Ocala. Yep. I was uh, driving down it, and there was a big fucking gopher tortoise in the road. Yeah. So, you know how long these things live. Yeah. He was probably about that big, about that high. Ancient motherfucker. Probably like 50 years at least. Probably. Or more. So, he's crossing the road. Shut up. I slow down, because sometimes those things, they, they can move. Yeah. So I slow down to make sure he doesn't haul ass. And then I swerve to the left, and I go around him. I see a big jacked-up fucking white truck swerve to purposely hit him. Damn. Turtle, he catches about a quarter of a shell, mm-hmm. launches it right into a fucking camper that's driving in the next lane. But it goes under the wheels of the camper. I thought I was going to hit the grill or the window. Blows up. Yeah. He did it right in front of the fucking ranger station. Nice. I'm like, I wish they saw that. I <sighs> wish they saw that so bad. You'd be in fucking jail, you son of a bitch. Because I hate when people do shit like that. Yeah. I felt so bad uh, last weekend. We got up last Friday. We got up early. <laughs> I forgot about this. We got up early to go get breakfast. Mm-hmm. We went to IHOP, and on the way to IHOP, um, like I don't even like, like I wouldn't say I get upset. Okay, like I don't start having a breakdown and cry, but I, I get I feel bad if I even hit a fucking squirrel. Yeah, and those things are hard to fucking dodge because they do the whole panicky thing. Yeah, so I'm going down the road, and there's a fucking possum in the middle of the road, <laughs> and I start slowing down. But, you know, I'm going too fast to be able to stop. So I'm like, fuck. And all of a sudden, it starts doing a squirrel. Or I can't decide. Yeah. It gets right in the middle of the road, and it's back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I can't go left. I can't go right. I don't know where it's going. Best thing to do is go over it so it goes under the middle of the car. Mm -hmm. Then it made a fucking decision. (laughs) Right when I couldn't see it anymore, and I hit the poor thing, and I felt like shit. Then we get to said IHOP food establishment. Yeah. Oh, now it doesn't have a name. <laughs> okay, good to know. It just it just just opened. Uh huh. Not like <laughs> wasn't supposed to turn on. It was supposed to turn off. Why did they turn See, mine back on? It twice now. It's annoying. So uh, might have had an update. It was an update, yeah. So um, we get there, and it, it just opened for the morning. Mm-hmm. And every table has a coffee pot on it. You know, they're not filled yet. Yeah. And we're sitting there. We order. We're the only ones in there. Then this guy comes in with, uh, I'm assuming one was his wife and a friend or a sister or something. But the whole place is fucking empty. And they must have been regulars, and they sit right next to them. Well, okay, I should say, before they came in, we got our drinks, and I took one of the straw wrappers and threw it in the coffee pot. 
Why? So when they fill it up, they won't know it's in there and it'll go into someone's cup. Why? But then uh, my son said that she was coming out with coffee. Like, shit, she might see it. So, like, when she went back into the kitchen, I pulled it out with a fork. And, and, mm-hmm. then, and then, you know, like, the silverware is wrapped in a napkin and that little piece of paper that sticks to itself. Yep. So I took that off and I folded it into, like, a long, yep, kind of, like, two sides up. Yep. Flat. The top off the salt shaker, filled it with salt. Put that in a coffee pot. Where is this going? I don't know. What are you doing? I'm so confused by this story just now. Just fucking ruining somebody's day. <laughs> I just don't understand the point of this story. You hit a possum, you went to IHOP, and now you're just well, uh, I was sabotaging somebody's coffee I was for no reason. going to talk about just going there in the possum incident. Yeah. the guy hit the turtle, but then I forgot all about the coffee pot. Why did you feel like you had to share that you were like, I'm going to throw shit in the coffee pot. Oh, shit, there's people coming back. I'm going to put salt in there instead. <laughs> well, because there was a little bit of water in it from being clean, so I figured the salt would melt and dissolve. And what? That doesn't answer anything. Why what? even do it? <laughs> Why are you just, just sabotaging an this coffee? I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> passive anarchy i was i was like waiting and waiting for you to like like get to a point yeah yeah, to get to like some point like maybe they saw you hit the possum they brought something up and that salt went in the coffee and like this is your way of getting back No, the only reason i mentioned the other people that came in is because they sat right next to us that is weird And they were trying to talk to yeah not me they're trying to talk to my child yeah and I'm trying to sabotage shit here. <laughs> We're fucking ruining it. And then another guy comes in and he sits at the table right in front of us. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh... <laughs> I'm fucking goofy. I'm glad you shared kinda, that I think story. I just kind of had a flashback of when I was younger and doing stupid shit like that all the time. <laughs> all right. I, I just cause... felt young for a little bit. Did something stupid. Killed something, fell alive, did something oh, stupid. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> ah, I felt, I felt the adrenaline rushing through my veins. I was ready. I had killed something just that morning. I told you about when I was in McDonald's and they gave me pickles. So I was throwing them at the wall. It, yeah, but again, that has a point. This IHOP story kept going and I was just confused about yeah. what was going on. Yeah, I guess I did. That was kind of retaliation. This was just... <laughs> Being a dick. This, this this is literally just you throwing shit in things because you're like, hey, I could. <laughs> it was there. I could. It it's was there. there. That that's basically all it was. It's there. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin someone's day. I hope you enjoy this episode of Arcanum Obscura. It's been long, but it's been good. And passive anarchy's good. Passive anarchy. Yeah. Salt and coffee is okay because people do that now anyways because it it takes down the bitterness. Really? Yes. I was thinking after I left, I'm like, you know what? At this time in the morning, it's usually all elderly that go there. You've killed somebody. <laughs> they might have a problem like, you know. You've killed somebody. Cut down on the sodium in their diet. I hope you're happy. I'm sure once I tasted it, they didn't finish it. Maybe. Okay, next time I'll put sugar. <sighs> It'll just be pre-sweetened for them. <laughs> That'd be a good deed. Man, I usually get it black. This tastes great. What'd you put in it? Nothing. Man, just hitting different today.
Anyways, <laughs> my heart's racing. My diabetes. <laughs> my what diabetes. Was coffee? What was in this coffee? What was in this? You've killed another person. I, I, I would say it'd be like a greater chance of hurting them by putting sugar in it than salt. Probably, yeah. So, I mean, the least dangerous thing would have been just to leave the straw wrapper in there. <laughs> Somebody drinking and choked on it. No, they'd probably just see it floating in the cup and be like, can I get a different coffee? Unless it melted and became microplastics. And now they have microplastics. And then they choke like a turtle. Yeah. Congratulations, Chris. Out here killing things and people. I'm fighting for the animals, letting people know what it's like. <laughs> Watch them choke on the straw. I've been going, how do you think the turtles feel with that straw? Now you know. Now you choking on a straw wrapper, bitch. Don't you forget it. Anyways, I hope Don't you enjoyed this. Don't you forget this. it in the last 10 seconds of your life. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Arcade Obscura. If you'd like to contact us or follow our social media, our email is ArcanumObscuraCast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at ArcanumObscura. And our Instagram is ArcanumObscura. Thank you for listening. Chris, do you have anything to add before we go? Yes. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review. Yeah. It's important. Now, kids, remember it helps us get found. Don't forget to eat your microplastics in the morning. If you don't review it, I'm going to put worse things in coffee pots. Goodbye, everybody. That last part's a threat.